Welcome listeners! The information you will take part in has been collected by the agency as part of case SE213C. The following is a list of possibly upsetting subject matter that shall be discussed in this report. Body horror, frostbite, and a mention of cannibalism. In addition, themes of violence are discussed with greater detail. With that out of the way, let's proceed. Hello everyone, welcome to Echoes of the Undercity. I am your keeper, Martina, and I am joined today by my three wonderful hunters who will now introduce themselves. Hello, I am the first hunter and the coolest because I am the uh, spooky teen Elda on my real life name is Rio. So that's also good to know uh, if you want to refer to me and not my character. And what are your pronouns? Uh, My pronouns are she, her and Elda's pronouns are they, them. Oh yeah, I didn't say my pronouns are also she, her. <laughs> God damn cool. it. We're doing great so far, everyone. We did it. Great. Dylan, go ahead. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan. My pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing Matilda Norin, who uses she, they pronouns. What a gradient we have, because hi, I'm Joey. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm going to play Olivia Talvik, whose pronouns are she, her. No men allowed. I know. <laughs> it's a she, her, she, they, they, them gradient yeah. <laughs> oh that's very nice that's very nice in case you hadn't already put it together from the fact that we're hunters and keepers we are going to be playing uh monster of the week for this wonderful bonus episode uh and before we get into anything with the characters i'm gonna tell you a little bit about how monster of the week is played and if you already know the rules please skip ahead a minute and 17 seconds so, Monster of the Week is a role-playing game developed by Evil Hat Productions. The game is run by one player, called the Keeper, that's me, and the rest of the players play the main characters, referred to as the Hunters. That's all of y'all. Hey. Each hunter creates their character based on a playbook. The playbook includes suggestions for that archetype's appearance, their stat block, and some special moves that only they have access to. The basic stat block of a hunter consists of five stats. Every hunter has modifiers in every stat, ranging from minus one to plus three. The stats are charm, which is basically your charisma, cool, which is your ability to keep your composure, sharp, which is is your cunning, tough, which is your physical prowess, and weird, which are basically magic abilities. (laughs) They're used in conjunction with the hunter's moves, of which there are eight basic moves and some playbook-specific ones. Moves should not be used in situations where failure isn't likely or where it won't lead to anything interesting. When a hunter uses a move, they add the modifier of the stat that corresponds to that move. On a 10+, the player succeeds unequivocally. On a 7-9, to it's a partial success, and they may suffer some consequence or simply miss out on some information. On a 6 or below, they outright fail, and they might stumble into danger or some other unwanted outcome. So, with that stuff out of the way. Tell me about your characters, please. Uh, well, cool. Uh, I already spoiled that I'm a cool teen and <laughs> that my name is Elda. Uh, Elda is a spooky, which means uh, they have weird powers granted from a dark source, and also they have a dark side, which is basically in exchange for the for granting these powers, this dark being also uh, puts weird mood swings, self-destruction, and poor impulse control into this poor teen who's already suffering from all these things. God bless. Yeah. Um, Elda is, like, they're an emo kid. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, they yeah. listen to 
My Chemical Romance and dress in all black <laughs> and has music posters all over the room. And oh, they're not, I love that. They're not like the other teens. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then, so Matilda is a very, very goth person. She has sharp features, tawny skin, and stick straight hair. And yeah, she wears like combat boots everywhere she goes. And she wears basically all black all the time. And that's her old vibe. How old is she? 22 or mid 20s, you know. Can I ask you, you're playing the expert. Yes, yes. What are you the expert of? She is the witch bitch, essentially. So she, she loves her magic and she loves, um, and then she has also a fascination with like cryptids and the paranormal. Oh, good. Y'all giving me good material to work with. And I play, as I said, Olivia Talvik, who is a, the professional, which means that it is my nine to five jobs to hunt monsters. I am a private monster hunter. I've got a apartment, which I use as my office and my living space. It's a mess. I It's con- constantly filled with smoke. I open the window t- if clients come in, but that's about it. I have one shabby old suit that I wear. Yeah, my clothes are always dirty, and my laundry's always around in my- just laying around in my office. I am sort of middle- medium height, too tall. I have long, black, thick hair. I am brown, uh, sort of darker skin brown. And I already described my suit, so that's basically it. It's kind of like, sort of a beigey- grayish beigey thing it's it it gives it 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 sort of the suit gives like the main character of disco elysium vibes nice that's a very good vibe (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) not the character necessarily but the 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 aesthetic oh and one more thing so i used to work in the agency which is where all the professionals work uh, this is the agency of monster hunters, but now currently I am a private monster hunter, as I mentioned. I'm a freelancer, if you will. So now that we know who the characters are, um, we're gonna move on to deciding on history. Now, this is a mechanic that this game has that basically lets you create relationships between the different characters before the actual play- playing starts. Every playbook comes equipped with a certain number of histories, which are basically significant shared memories between the hunters, something that both hunters were a part of and remember. So we're going to start with Rio, uh, and she is going to pick one history option from her list of her hunter playbook for every other member of the team. At the end of this, each player is going to have significant history with each other player. So they're all going to know each other. Matilda, my suggestion for a history with you is... And that I hope you can help me control my power. Oh, that sounds good. This is something weird that's happening to me. You're an adult that I kind of trust. Maybe you can know what the fuck's up with this, because you fight cool monsters, which I've learned at some point. Yeah, and and they're like a witch doctor, right? Yeah, kinda. Like your thing is kind of like magic and occult? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then for my other thing, which I want to give to Olivia, 
they saw you use your powers for selfish or vindictive reasons. Ooh. You come up with who the victim was that you saw me use my powers on. And then I come up with what I did to them. Okay, so you're a teen, right? Yes, I am 18. So I'm thinking this could be either a classmate or a teacher. Mm-hmm. What's your brand? What's the brand of your powers? Do they have a brand or are you just like especially magical? So I get weird premonitions. I know how to hex people and I can also jinx stuff like create just create bad luck. Oh, okay, okay. So I have an idea for both who you did this to and what you did. Is it okay if I say it? You can tell me afterwards. Cool. Okay, got it. So it's a it's a teacher. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what subject do they teach? Math. Cool. <laughs> oh no. Elda hates maths. They keep doing bad on tests. So my idea is that they hexed the teacher to lose the keys to where the like test results are stored, Ooh. and then find them to go and like manipulate the test for everyone else, not to fix their own test necessarily. Like, they still accept that they're bad at math and they don't want to be good at them, but they want to make everyone else suffer. Oh, that's that's great. That's excellent. That's so much more work than just fixing your <laughs> it own. It is! I love that. <laughs> my, my idea was that you would hex the teacher so they would be sick and wouldn't come to the test that day mm-hmm. and you would get to not do the test that day mm. but yeah yours is way better obviously so dylan so my history things um i think it it feels pretty obvious to go with they are your student apprentice ward or child i'm gonna say probably apprentice right rio mm-hmm. makes sense i like that one because i get to teach you things that i can just make up uh yeah. <laughs> so the other one is I think this would work well for Olivia. They came to you for advice, and your advice got them out of trouble. Ask them what the trouble was. Do you want to do that one? Ooh, okay. Okay, I know, I know. So this one's connected to what my history with you will be. And I'll say, um, I came to you... Uh, I'll, I'll mention mine later, but I asked you how to get out of the agency. Okay. And so my history with you, Matilda, is that you got sent to quote-unquote deal with them as a hazard to the agency's policies one time, tell them how you resolved this, and how I resolved this is I asked for Matilda's help to get out of the agency instead. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then I did. (laughs) So thanks for that. You're welcome. (laughs) And my history with um, Elda is that we are related. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell them how close. You are my child. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Whatever, mom. So I am a 40-something-year-old divorced woman, a divorced monster hunter, and you are my teenage child. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so I have to know, one, do you have custody? Two, does the husband know that you fight monsters for a living? Or the, um, the ex-husband. <laughs> so, one, shared custody. Uh-huh. And B, yes. <laughs> <laughs> one, B. Yes. <laughs> oh, right, damn it! <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Why do I always do that? <laughs> it's the ADHD. It's way more fun. It's it way is. more fun. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, it is. so the the husband does not know. No, d- d- does, does. Oh, does know. Okay, what does he think about you taking your child to hunt monsters? Well, who says I do? Not yet. <laughs> okay, so... Y- Okay. I'm obviously gonna in this one shot, but maybe I, who says I do, you know? It hasn't happened yet. This is the first time. Well, we're, we're kind of like 
going to start like when you're already on your way to the place because otherwise that's just gonna like take forever so i think mm-hmm. we should resolve that like right now like why is this child this baby child elda going with you to a monster hunt okay first off i'm not a child i'm sorry this teen how old is elda yeah 16 how old are you 16 okay i'm gonna say that i told elda elda has been asking me to take them with me to monster hunting things Mm -hmm. for a while and i've been like you're too young whatever whatever and they did turn 16 and they also i also asked them to like if you get this thing done and if you prove that you're responsible enough you i will let you come with me once Uh uh-huh Okay. Only if you we also bring this other person who I know you sort of have been te- studying with me, because then you get an opportunity to sort of develop your witch skills also. Okay, so this is like Elda's practice mission. Yeah, and Elda's first outing. Is that okay for you? Yeah, I love that. We've got a team concept. It's an educational trip. Yeah, it yeah. is. I love it. <laughs> Excursion. This is so good. I love it. <laughs> I, it's great. It's great. It's great. Okay. So oh, by the way, yes. I've got a car. So. Oh, you've got a car. So oh, okay. you're traveling by car. What kind of car is it? Oh, I should also okay. mention, uh, in case it wasn't obvious by the names, this is going to be set in Sweden, in like modern day Sweden. It's like those narrow ones, like a what is this liftback? What is that? A hatchback. I guess it's kind of like a liftback car, but it it is old. It's an old car, um, but it Hell, is yeah. fast. And I do also have concealed weapons in it. Nice. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Can everyone tell me kind of like how you fight and like kind of what your weapon is, if you have one? Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) I have a grenade launcher. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing! (laughs) Amazing! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Dropping a literal <laughs> bomb on the conversation. <laughs> right. Uh, so that is my serious weapon. Uh-huh. And I have two normal weapons. One is a uh, thirty-eight revolver. Uh-huh. And I have a big knife. Generally, I tend to use my revolver. I have a mallet and wooden stakes. That's an intimate weapon, so I have to get close to people to use uh-huh. it. I mm-hmm. have a blessed knife and a juju bag, which is which is far, so like I can throw them. What's a... Juju? <laughs> it's just, like, magical energies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, in the, in like, this case. Like, it can mean other things, but in this case, it's, like... Uh-huh. It's intentionally vague, I think. Oh, by the way, quick note. I think in my car, when I say concealed weapons, one of the those things about it is there's, like, a box, sort of a briefcase-looking bag under one of the... hidden under one of the seats in the back, and it's filled with a bunch of random bullets. <laughs> and nice. time I, I need more bullets, I have to sit there and be like, is this, does this fit? No, fuck. Okay. <laughs> does this fit? No, fuck. I, okay. I hate that. Thank you. <laughs> That's horrible. I immediately understand the vibes of your character, though, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Rio, yeah. what is Elda's weapon? Well, Elda has some they have an amulet that they use to invoke their powers uh-huh. which doesn't have like any cool tags or anything it's just an amulet neat it's uh-huh. what does it look it. like it has a pentagram and a satanic cross like to- over overlaid on each other oh my God, so nice. it's just and it's very gaudy and probably bought from like a new age store 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it not have fire on it? I mean, on the edges. Oh, for for people who like don't speak Swedish, elda means uh, to set on fire. Yes. Oh, so that's okay. why I asked that. Yes. Okay. Cool. Their normal weapons are a big knife, which is I mean, like they found a knife and snuck with them. Yeah. And also, they took that after me. Oh my god. <laughs> and also, modern, modern child knife buying uh, bonding. <laughs> Yes, nice and solidarity. They, they, they've also managed to hide a .38 revolver, which I'm gonna <laughs> say that they like stole from Olivia and uh-huh. without telling her, uh, uh-huh. and like has in their pocket right now, like in case of emergencies, uh, break glass situations, like you pull out a gun and shoot it. Uh-huh. They do not ha- know how to shoot a gun. Okay, nice. great, <laughs> excellent. Is it loaded? Yes. <laughs> Is the safety on? Yes. Good. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> All right. And you guys are, like, traveling in in Olivia's car, yes. I'm assuming. Just zooming yeah. down the highway. So, uh, in general, with... I'm, in a, a, I'm asking about the group, but I, what I really am asking is Olivia and Matilda, because Elda doesn't, like, usually go with you guys. But where... How do you usually find information for, like, jobs? Like... How do you do your own research? Do you contact okay. someone or? So I do get clients who come in. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have again. I live on the first floor of a apartment building, and mm-hmm. my my door is sort of is mostly window. So I've got like signs that say like "Private Monster Hunter," <laughs> and I've also have like you know I know a guy. I've got like a dude uh, that yeah. also gets me jobs. Mm-hmm. But also, like Intel guy, Matilda, you have done stuff on yes. your own too. So you I may. think Matilda also is the Instagram goth girl who posts about <laughs> her witchy stuff. Um, and so she is very in contact with a lot of people who will point out when weird shit is happening. So occasionally right, she'll get yeah. this Instagram DM that's like, "Hey, this really weird stuff's happening in my town. Can you like come check it out?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. I love that the the thought of like have her having like commissions open or closed. Yeah. <laughs> Does she have a Patreon? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. All right. So I think that however you came across this information, both of you independently got um, got contacted. Probably Olivia via your your guy. Who gets you gets you jobs and um, Matilda via your Instagram? You got a DM from someone who said that hey, there is one single solitary town in all of Sweden which has never had a reporting of anything paranormal ever in history, and they were like, "This is really odd." Like even places where it's like there's absolutely no paranormals there's always like one weirdo who will like be like oh it's a ufo or whatever mm-hmm. but this place it, it's it's a real place where people actually live and it's complete dead for as long as we have records as long back in time as we have records okay so nothing weird has ever happened in this town nothing bad ever yeah. happened in this nothing bad ever happened dead. on this bed oh! <laughs> 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 so I don't know how you like came in contact about this. Maybe one of you contacted the other and was like, hey, we should check this out. But somehow you've all agreed that this is probably 
something weird probably going on. Probably nothing dangerous enough that it's like world ending or whatever. So you can you can bring Ella along. Like this is like a mm-hmm. this is it's good weird, training, but it's not mission. like like quite literally yeah. we think nothing is going on. <laughs> yeah, I usually wouldn't take this mission, but because I promised Elda to take them on a mission. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is kind of a cop-out sort mm-hmm. of way to take them on a mission that's not really a mission. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Matilda was also like, I kind of want to just like take a quick trip somewhere, and this is a little <laughs> weird, so we might as well. So did you try to dress this up to Elda in any way to be like, oh yeah, this is a real mission with like danger, or did were you just like, ah, oh, come along, and then like just didn't like get into it much? I don't think I got into it too much, no. I think I might have gotten into it a little like, ooh, there's some weird shit happening in this town, ooh. So to set the scene, Olivia, how good are you at driving? Like, how, what, what does it look like when you drive? I'm fine at driving, but my car is old. And mm. the gas behind it, it's like... Oh, nice. It doesn't sound like a good car. <laughs> nice. It's not always like that, so it's not, like, actively loud, mm-hmm. but, like, it looks it, honestly. God, mm. nice. It's probably also not helping the fact that there's, like, several centimeters worth of ice on this very small, like, dirt road right now that you're oh. driving on. And it's, like... Not really a snowstorm, but it's, like, snowing so heavily that you can barely tell. Like, if if you weren't... Because you're in a car and you're, like, moving, it feels like you're in the middle of, like, a blizzard, even though the snow is really just falling, like, really thick. It this is, is a fast car, but I no, I am not driving fast right now. Yeah, no, no, yeah. There are, like, you pass, like, five watch out for elk signs on the way here, <laughs> and it's, like, there's, like, just pitch dark forest on both sides of the car and it's like it is the middle of january and you are above middle of sweden uh, swedish people understand that uh for everyone else it's cold as fuck <laughs> basically yeah it's very foggy it like kind of it it, it shifts between being being a lot of really heavy snowfall and also extremely foggy this is an incredibly dark and very silent forest that you're driving through and you've passed by some some like kind of half frozen over lakes. Is anyone other than Olivia, who is obviously you know like driving right now, uh, is anyone currently kind of looking outside, paying attention, anything like that, or what are you doing in this car? Oh my god, I can live out my wildest fantasy of reading in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. I think Matilda is reading up about, like, things that convince people they don't exist and stuff like that. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Elda is very bored. Their phone has run out of battery because it didn't charge it at the night before. And they are a little bit upset about that. Yeah. Uh, so currently... I also don't think you've had service for, like, this entire ride either. Bitches right. need to charge <laughs> their phone. Yeah, but, like, service isn't important when you're writing deep dark poetry about your the depths of your soul <laughs> of course of course no. uh, yeah right they can't really do that at on their phone anymore so what they're doing is there's like leaning against the window uh-huh and breathing out and like like when the breath turns into like a mist on on the mm-hmm, the condensation window yeah mm-hmm, the condensation mm-hmm. they take their finger and they write in the condensation it's not not good oh okay <laughs> gosh <laughs> 
By the way, I want to say that I am old. I have uh, the same CD that I've owned for many, many years in the car playing mm-hmm. right now. And I'm what, like, what kind of music is it? It's like music of my time. It's sort of like '80s rock. Oh, oh my nice. god! And I'm playing that, and I'm like singing along pretty actively because again, the same CD that I've been listening mm-hmm. to for so mm-hmm. many years. I think after the first song plays, Matilda pr- pulls out like this old ass iPod or something, and then puts in earbuds and is just like listening oh, to gosh. that instead. So nice to be playing in modern times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Elda, so you're kind of like. What are your what are your general opinions about like darkness and and forests and stuff? Are you afraid of the dark? No, darkness is like you know my thing. <laughs> I get it. Uh huh. <laughs> it gets me. Yeah. So you're sitting here like just kind of like drawing in this condensation and just kind of staring outside the window. And even though you're you're really comfortable with darkness, you've never been afraid of darkness. You think you probably think people who are afraid of darkness are like weird and don't, don't get it. Stupid, and they're too modern. And- <laughs> yeah, all that. When you like, you look out, and just you get this really weird feeling, like just like shivers down your spine, and you suddenly feel pretty bad about like where you're going right now, and you're like, oh, this is this is this is weird. Actually, this is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So, if you would like to roll me, uh, read a bad situation, nice. you you are allowed to do that. Oh. Actually, but not for getting into roles. I have the move premonition, which means at the start of each mi- start of each mystery, I roll plus weird, and then things happen depending on my results. How? Do, what does this look like when you get a premonition? Basically, I think they kind of like zone out, and their imagination starts running wild. And in these bursts of things just happening, like they see flashes of weird things happening, and this has been ha- going on for like since they got their powers, which I'm gonna say is like about a year ago maybe and they're not really comfortable with them um i also want to mention i have the ability battlefield awareness which means which says you always know what's happening around you and what to watch out for okay good uh i'll get to you then (laughs) cool um okay so elda you're you're sitting and writing your poetry and you get kind of stuck like you're like oh i don't know what what word i should put here Uh, so you kind of like close your eyes and try to focus on on what, what what word would fit and like kind of like feeling the emotion from the darkness outside of the car window and stuff. And then it it kind of feels like you're nodding off, like like you wake up and you're not you're kind of aware that you're dreaming, but it also kind of feels real. And you realize that you're standing on a dark like stone beach. Okay, uh, can I make the roll? Oh, right. Oh, you, that's a roll? I'm Okay. Yes, I, I roll plus weird. And then... Oh, okay, sorry. I thought yeah. it was just a thing that happened. No, so I'm gonna roll plus weird. Okay, yeah, roll, roll, roll plus weird. I got a 10 plus. Okay. Uh, okay, then this is happening. Yeah, I got 13. So on a 10 plus, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. You take right. plus one forward to prevent pre- prevent it from coming through and mark experience if you stop it. Wait, how did you get 13? I have a plus two, yeah, and then yeah. I oh, rolled right. a five and a six. So that's 11 plus two. Oh, okay. Dang. Gamer. Yeah, got the best roll out of the way at start, and now everything's going to go back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, this is a good roll to get right, because you, like I said, you wake up on this dark stone beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ice in front of you, and you, you're, like, aware that there's this town and, like, civilization behind you, uh, but you're not really, like, you don't really care about it. You don't turn around or anything like that. 
instead, you have this really intense feeling in your head, like kind of, kind of like your head is kind of swimming. Uh, like you feel almost like you're drunk or like you're really overtired. Right. Uh, and kind of you're kind of like zoning out, not really thinking mm-hmm. as your legs take you further out onto this ice. Mm-hmm. And there's just, just there's just this feeling in your body right now that like this is where you need to be and that there's someone out there that's calling you and this is very important and whatever this is it's something good that's taking you right now and then i think uh olivia like hits a like a a bump in the road or something and you startle awake and you just you have this intensely bad feeling and the darkness around you suddenly feels really oppressive and really freaky even though you've never been afraid of the dark before Right. And you just have this horrible, horrible, horrible feeling in the pit of your stomach about where you're going right now. Uh, so now, if you would like to read a bad situation... Neat. Well, I'm gonna read a bad situation because I hate this. I'm not gonna tell, talk to anyone about this, but I don't yeah. like how this feels. Uh, so that's plus sharp, which means I get a seven. Okay, so a seven with read a bad situation. Let me Partial find success. that. I'm pretty sure you get to ask me one question. Yes, I hold one. And I can spend it to ask the questions, what's the best way? What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Right. Uh, So I I think I'm going to ask, what's my best way out? Your best way out is to turn this car right around. Go back the way you came. Cool. I'm not going to ask for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that it's like, yep. That's, you I... know that the way forward is danger and the way back is no danger. Neat. And this isn't like something like or, normally when you do these things, you have to kind of like justify in the narrative why you know this. But you just know this. Mm-hmm. This is just something that you feel. In the pit of your stomach. Yeah. Now, Olivia. You have the ability, you're always aware of what ha- what's happening around you. Yes, and what to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is kind of like a gap in the trees, kind of like behind your car right now, uh, where like there's some light coming from, it looks like kind of maybe a building or something. And when you just take a glance in like your, your, your rear view mirror, you see a person who seems to be holding in one hand a fishing pole and like it's like turned toward your car and and they are staring at you with just an intense look in their eye okay as soon as i notice them i'm gonna stop singing and then i'm gonna turn down the volume a little bit Mm -hmm. but not all the way i'm gonna sort of try to get matilda and elda's attention to tell them to take off their earbuds and elda to just sort of pay attention Mm -hmm. what's up something might be happening do you see that Guy. Are you still driving or did you pause the car? I think I'm driving, but I'm planning on sort of making a turn uh-huh. soon and sort of going back. But I just don't want to bring attention to ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going to turn back, either like stop soon or... Yeah, so I think if, if Elda and Matilda do also look behind them, they have like maybe three seconds to see a brief glimpse of this guy, but they don't see... As get a good as of a look mm-hmm. as you got. Can you can you say again? So this is a guy. So this is a guy holding a fishing pole. You said. Yeah, it's a person holding a fishing pole, kind of standing. Uh, it's like there, there's like a, a there's a tree wall, and then there's like a gap in the tree wall, and there there's the tree wall like continues, maybe standing on a road or something, 
And you can kind of see them silhouetted against the sky behind them. I'm going to drive a little bit just so we're clear mm -hmm. of them. And then I'll stop the car. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Weird dude near us, holding a fishing pole, staring at us. Yeah, I mean, there's no one else on the road, right? Are we near water right now? Uh, yeah, the the, the guy, like, you know, if you, you have, like, a map in the car, and you know that this, the town that you're going to has several lakes around the area, and also it is a seaside town, mm -hmm. so, like, it would be reasonable to assume that there probably is a lake in the vicinity, because there are, like, a billion of them. Right. Who's sitting in the back? I'm definitely... I was definitely in the back. Okay, I was like, sitting okay. up front then, yeah. Elda. Yeah? If you kick the seat underneath you, do that first. And when Elda does this, they'll sort of hear a tick or something, mm -hmm. like a click. Okay, now pull out that briefcase, please, and try to figure out how many the .38 revolver bullets you can get out. Whatever, Mom. You asked to come, Elda. Fine, I'll do it. Oh my god. Matilda's just laughing at this. Okay, I think Matilda wraps up what sh she was reading, and I should mention that I also have something that happens at the beginning of each mystery. Oh, <laughs> What's that? I, ha I have the man or woman or person with the plan, and at the beginning I roll plus sharp, and then depending on that, I get hold or you get hold. This is a good time for you to roll yes. that, I think. While, while, while the, the family's bickering, yeah. you can start planning. Okay, I got a nine, so... Alright, cool. I got one hold. Okay, so what can you do with that hold? At the beginning of each mystery, roll plus sharp. On a ten plus... Hold two. On a seven to nine, hold one. Spend the hold to be where you need to be, prepared and ready. On a miss, keeper holds one, and they can spend it to put you in the worst place, unprepared and unready. Okay, so you get to tell me to put you where you need to be? At, at some point. Okay, well, that, that doesn't affect the immediate here and now. I was like, oh, damn, that's a lot of intro, intro moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. So uh, once Elda is done uh, gathering the bullets, what, what do you do? Get out, everyone, I guess. Let's, we can start here. Okay. No better place than here, am I right? <clears throat> and I'm going to smack <laughs> the door of the car as I get out. Nice. Um, it is incredibly cold. You're all wearing winter clothes because you're you're Swedes in, in January, mm -hmm. but like the, the 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 snow like cracks under your footprints, like the wind smacks you in the face, and it's like a cold slap mm -hmm. to the face. Mm -hmm. All of your hair instantly is covered in snow, and you're all just you're all just instantly wish you were back in the car that like was slightly warmer. You can see the place where the person was. But you can't see the person anymore. Is there is there a place to drive where, like, is that area drivable? No, it like, it's walkway? kind of, you'd have to kind of walk off the road and, like, into the woods a bit to, to get to there. You could, like, you're parked kind of almost as close as you can get to it, you know, you just have to, like, walk through the woods. I'm gonna go open my trunk and then I'm gonna, again, open a secret compartment in it. Uh, I think probably on the above. So many secret compartments. I said it has concealed weapons, my car does. Okay, okay, and yeah. Like, okay. 
and I'm gonna get out my grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, we pulling, are, we, are we really pulling that all already? Okay. I'm not gonna come back to the car to get my grenade launcher if we're in danger. I guess. I can't just carry all of my weapons on me because it's magic. I have to be prepared. Okay. I'm gonna throw it over my back with the strap. And then I'm gonna also check, make sure that I have everything else on me. Okay, that's gonna be a little much for a fisherman, but alright. Can I hide the car a little bit in the woods? The right is where uh, we are. No, because there is like a solid, almost a meter of snow. The road has been kind of like shoveled, so... If you try to drive your car into the woods, it is going to sink and you're never going to get it out. You're going to have to wait until the snow goes away. Got it. Never mind. Also, what time of day is it? Because I know it's dark outside, but that doesn't necessarily mean a lot in the middle of January in Sweden. It's like Uh. evening. And by evening, I mean it's 3 p.m. Okay, so it's pitch dark. (laughs) It's not pitch dark. It's like the sun is going down, basically. Okay, got it. By the way, I'm also going to pull out of just like a big, big cloth thing, and I'm going to pull it over my car. I will say this, like, you have not met a single car for like a solid 30 minutes uh, since you drove onto this road. And also this road has, per definition, streetlights, but they're like... They're barely lighting anything, so your car is pretty, like, hidden where it okay. is. That dude was being weird. I think let's go see what's up in there, because otherwise I feel like the longer we drive, I don't think we're going to find anything, and we might as well start somewhere. All right, let's go, girls and days. <laughs> girls and gays. I said vays. Cool. Oh, oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Uh, you're looking for this person? I'm just more walking towards that path. That walkway that was like uh-huh. opened up yeah. in the woods. I'm gonna. We're gonna go there. We're mm-hmm. gonna go there, and then I'm gonna see if I can find any hints of where they went. So, if uh, any one person, the person who feels like they they would be like the most kind of investigative about this, uh, please roll me investigate a mystery. I'll do it. Uh, that's sharp, right? Mm-hmm. Oof! I got a six. Ooh, that is a fail. Yes, it is. So. The way that investigative mystery works, it's the same as um, as a read a bad situation, where if you get a 10+, plus, you get to ask me any two questions from a list, and if you get 7 to 9, you can ask me one question from that list. If you do not get um, a 7 or 9, you miss, which means that you reveal some information to the monster or whoever you are talking to. The keeper might ask you some questions, which you have to answer. So... I think you're walking out towards this place, and uh, it is a lake. The person was standing right by a lake. As you approach kind of the place where this person was standing, you realize that there's a hole drilled in the ice. This person had been standing here ice fishing. Do you all know oh, what okay. ice fishing is? Yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah. cartoons, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah basically. They, they like, they ro- <laughs> basically, you, you drill a hole in the ice and then you put like a, a fishing rod down there. Yeah, and yeah. then you f- fish for fish. So you can like definitely, like there are footprints. There's all this evidence of like someone has definitely been here ice fishing. There's like a, a wrapper for like half a sandwich and like half a sandwich lying like on the ground and like a, a, a thermos, which was just all empty, but smells of coffee. I think you know, definitely someone was here. I think if the trash hasn't been picked up, Matilda goes, ugh, 
and then picks it up. It is a cheese and cucumber sandwich. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, oh, they're in the middle of their sandwich. Never mind. Yeah, it's like half a sandwich. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you meant like there was just trash on the ground. Okay, never mind. But as you stand up from having observed this, there's this kind of like howl in the air. Or it's less of a howl and more of a scream. It kind of feels like someone nearby is like kind of cry screaming. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very unsettling, and you feel yes, whale. Thank you, Dylan, resident English speaker, TM, native English, yeah. And you kind of feel frozen in place, and unwittingly, you start to imagine the your worst fear. Now, please tell me, what is your worst fear? My magic turning back on me and hurting me and the ones I loved. Damn, that is scary. Yeah, so this this this, this yell kind of like unpromptedly makes you imagine that that happened and you feel like intensely shitty and afraid. And then just as soon as it's it started, it's over and you were like, oh, that's probably like, you know, the wind. Because the mm-hmm. wind is like wailing around, right, yeah, you, and you're not really sure why why that made you think of that. Like, that, I think that, that, Matilda that's... still out loud goes, "Oh, the vibes here are rancid." Okay, <laughs> everything they say is a tweet. Yes, it Please. is. <laughs> no, that doesn't mean they don't know shit, though. <laughs> no, I oh, I never said that. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, and that's basically all you can see. There's like. Like, like there are like technically footprints that you could follow, but they um they go into the meter high snow and it, they disappear real quick. Okay, oh, so no way to like, really track them. If you if you track them at, at a certain point with snow, it it you know how like when you walk through it, it kind of like falls in after you, yes. and it just kind of becomes like generally messy rather than a trail mm-hmm. that you can follow. Exactly. Yes, I know. So that's what's happened here, and you're like, you could follow them, maybe, but. A, you're not sure exactly where they went, and B, you'd have to walk through a lot of meter-high snow. And also... And you wouldn't get to the place where you need to go. Yeah, we'd probably get lost. It's also rapidly getting dark. In that case, let's get back to the car. I think I think this was probably a mistake. Sure. Maybe it was just, just a guy. I hope so. And yeah, I get back to the car, I pull off the cloth, hoping that... Basically, the point of that was to pull off all of the snow in one uh, that are gathered on top of the car in one swoop. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah. okay. See, I think ahead, baby. Your trunk is gonna get so wet when you put that in there, though. I got yet another secret compartment for that. <laughs> I also think as we walk away, Matilda pulls out a little pinch of salt and throws it behind her back. I'm gonna put back the grenade, and then I'm just gonna sit down, and we're gonna keep driving. Okay. Unless somebody right. does something. I mean, Elda spits three times across her shoulder like when they uh, walk back to the mm-hmm. car but no not like nothing like well, that's also like a for good luck thing oh it yeah. is oh okay like okay. a superstition all right so you get back in the car uh, it's lovely there's no wind in here it's way colder you're all drenched and miserable it's way now colder warmer i mean <laughs> sorry uh but you're all drenched and miserable now from being out in the snow and you drive for maybe 10 more minutes and then you arrive at the place where you were going, which is a little town known as Veckaby. Veckaby? Veckaby. It is the epitome of a small rural Swedish town. It has like one supermarket and it's going out of business because 
people There's just like kind of grow their own food and they like don't even go there. That's the best reason for supermarkets to go out of business. I, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> also because like driving here, driving food here like on su- big supermarket trucks like delivery is like costs more than what they make from the very very few people who live mm-hmm. here. Th- There's basically just a supermarket, one clothing shop or whatever and like then there's just like kind of houses at the time when you get there it's gotten pretty dark you're pretty you're not like there was like no information on this place whatsoever anywhere you want you looked like it, it's like super 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 dead you're not even sure if this place like exists <laughs> I, it, it's like you know it exists because there it's like on maps but like you're not sure if anyone has visited here in the last, like, hundred years yeah. for all the information that's on in- on the internet about it, you know? However, there are people, like, there are definitely people walking around, and as soon as you drive in on your car, all of them stop and just stare at you. It, you see people who are, like, doing work, like, it seems like someone is, like, lifting boxes... Like, maybe someone's moving in or out because they got, like, all their furniture out on the street or whatever. Uh, And all of the workers just stop and stare at you as you drive past them. Does it look like they're just like, why are you here? Uh, It looks like they're shocked. Okay, okay. Not necessarily that they're mad. They're just super, super shocked. And some of them look kind of afraid, almost. Okay. All right. Like, just kind of really weirded out by this. You have no idea if there's, like, accommodations here, or if you're, you, like, you don't know if there's an inn, or if there's, like, a hotel, or whatever, anything like that. You're gonna have to do everything, like, from scratch. We might be living out of your car. <laughs> I think we'll freeze to death, so we should try to find something. Okay, so can I drive around for just, like, a minute to see if I find anything? Yeah, uh, you drive around, everywhere you go, people stare at you. People, like, turn on their lights inside their houses just so they can look out and stare at you. <laughs> like, it, it's fucking weird. After a while, you see, a, like, a wooden sign, and, and it's, there are, like, no lights in this town. Like, barely street lights, like I said before. Mm-hmm. And it's by, by pure chance, your car light kind of, like, goes, like, kind of crosses over a little wooden sign that, mm-hmm. like, has, like, a, a an arrow, and it says... Anita's in and a breakfast. Okay. Oh, okay. And you're like, oh, that that looks like an inn, but like there aren't any. It's just it's just like a wooden sign. Does it look like an inn, or does it look like someone just lives there and occasionally has guests that come from out of town? It's a house. Like most inns, just look like houses. <laughs> okay, fair. In my experience, it's not a hotel or anything. Like it's not big. It is a house that's bigger than most of the other houses that you've seen. So it's kind of like a bed and breakfast? Yeah, yeah. Kind okay. of like a, a a bed and breakfast. It, it's it's definitely, like, not, like, corporate. It's definitely someone owns this and, like, maintains it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, it also it also does also have a sign that says, uh, I need this bed and breakfast on, like, top right, of it. Right. That's what I was looking for. Not in and breakfast. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> 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 it has two parking spots. And one is taken. Well, that sure is perfect I mean, and convenient. I guess Anita's there. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, true. I guess I'll just take the parking spot, because why would this be weird, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would this be not good? Haha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll just uh, get out of the car and just 
start walk going into the inn, yeah. Assuming everybody follows me. Yes. Yeah. So you all step into this building. It's dark as fuck. There's like a light and it keeps flickering annoyingly on the on the top of like the building. There are a lot of windows, and you notice that there are especially a lot of windows that point toward the ocean. Even as you go in, there's basically a reception, and then there's like a dining area behind you. And like, there are like whole big windows, kind of like a penthouse situation, that point toward the ocean. And you can see this dark, pitch black sky, bright moon overhead. There are no stars, because it's cloudy. Uh, and this this thick sheet of ice that goes basically as far as the eye can see with kind of mist at the edges. Is that a lake or the ocean? That is the ocean. Okay. The Baltic Sea. Uh, so, in at the reception sits a tiny old lady with librarian reading glasses, hair in a big bun with like five pens sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be wearing a knitted dress. And she looks up as you enters. You enter, and she will go, Oh, hello there! Are you visitors? Are you new here? I haven't seen you here before. You have to... Did you move in? Did you move in recently? This is a strange time to move in. No, we're just visiting. It's very cold. Yeah, it's cold. I'm gonna keep letting Matilda do the talking, to be honest. Oh, oh, you're visiting? Oh, how lovely! This town is... Very lovely this time of year. Sure. Oh, yeah, it, that's a way to I'm, put it. Uh, I'm guessing you'll be wanting accommodations then. Hmm? Yes, if you have enough, that'd be nice. Oh yes, yes. We'll put you. Do do are you uh are you a family or are you are you? I see there's a child with you. I'm I'm guessing you don't want to be sleeping sleeping by yourself, do you, dear? No, no, they do not. Sure, mom. Oh, perfect. Elda just rolls their eyes. At all of this, they are not interested. They want to sleep. Oh, how long did it take to drive here? It's not like nighttime. It is like, I mean, it's nighttime and it's dark outside, mm-hmm. but it's also Sweden in January, which right. means that it becomes nighttime at like 4.30. However, I think you've spent like 20 hours in the car. Uh, oh, damn. So, um, nice. So we're like, okay. So we really <laughs> just want to lay down. Not necessarily because you've driven that far, but you've had to drive super slowly to not like- Because of the ice. Uh, yeah, because of the ice and the snow. Hey, and Matilda, everything. can you drive? No. Do you have a driving license? No. Fuck you guys. Matilda's really bad at driving, actually. <laughs> I'm canon- canonizing it. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Making me drive 20 hours. So even though it's not, like, necessarily nighttime, you're still really tired. Uh-huh. So she'll say, oh, so so one room for you then, your family? Matilda. I don't care. Okay, sure, one room it is. Oh, lovely. I'll put you in the best room. It has a, a wonderful view of the ocean. Uh, and she'll, like, rummage in, like, a cabinet behind her, give you a key that says a special suite on it, on a little, like, kind of name tag, and she'll press it into your hand, and then she'll tell you it, it whatever, the hotel right. price is, whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, it, I've never run a hotel. Is it, like, a reasonable price? Yeah, it's, it's actually very cheap. Okay. Like, usually with places like the tiny towns kind of thing, it's either really overpriced or really cheap, and this woman seems to have gone extremely cheap on the price. How long does the ocean stay frozen over here? Oh, I, it, 
it usually thaws somewhere around April, so oh. we've got a long time to go. It's a lo- it's lovely weather for walking out on the ice, you know. Yeah, that's probably it's it's thick very thick. Ice. You could yeah. probably even drive out there if you'd like to do a family excursion. We'll consider that. Oh, how lovely! I I hope you do. I hope you do. You know, you can fish on the ice too. You can. We've got equipment. Oh yeah, for, we saw someone um, doing that on the way in. Is that what a lot of people in town do? Oh, that must have been Oliver. Oliver. Right. Yes. He 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 likes to go out by himself and 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 fish. He he brings home excellent purchase that we all we all we all love Oliver very much. He he's a very very nice young man. Did you did you speak to him? Oh, we did. did just he, saw him. Wait, did he look young? When I saw him, I I, I mean, he, you kind of saw a silhouette, right? Okay, so cool. we didn't really Got see it. his. Face. He didn't look like an old man, but you couldn't really tell if it was like twenty or forty, mm-hmm. right? Um, we didn't get a chance. I did try to go up to him, but he had disappeared by then. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he, and he uh... did. He did also leave all of his things just like that. Oh, he'll be he'll be back for them, I think. Yeah, I think He's so. He's a little bit shy. We're all a little bit shy in this village. You'll have to excuse us. We don't get a lot of visitors here, you see. I can imagine. We um, don't. No. No, we don't. It's we we're a very tight-knit community. We're we're all very close. We're like a family, a big family. I hope you'll fit right in. I'm sure you okay. will. Well, we're just passing by. Yeah. We're we're looking mm. around. Oh, how when are you planning on 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 leaving? At some point, soon. probably a week or so. A week. Hmm. Oh, you'll 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 be in for a treat if you stay for a whole week. You see, in in two days we have our annual winter solstice festival. I hope you'll join us. We'll have a big meeting and a big party out on the lake. I think we'll have or to. Out on fr- sorry, out in the ocean. <laughs> I think we'll have to. Yeah. Oh, how lovely. Well, I, I'll make sure you get to. See the ocean plenty while you're here. How does that sound, hmm? And she'll, like, look down at, at Elda and be like, Do you like the ocean? No. Oh. I thought you did. Okay. Well, I hope you'll change your mind while you're here and you see all the lovely things that we have going on. Now, I, you all look tired, of course. I'm I'm, I'm rambling on. I'll, I'll be serving dinner. I, I hadn't cooked any dinner because I hadn't expected to have any visitors, but, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll sort something out for oh, you all. That, that'd be wonderful. Thank you. Uh, do, how? When's the supermarket op- open? Oh, it doesn't open during uh d- during the winter. You see, they can't get the trucks here. Oh, you'll have to you'll have to wait. Got it. Probably until April. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but don't worry, I'll take excellent care of you. Got it. Now dinner will be ready in an hour, so feel free. I'll get you the best table. It's right by the ocean. Cool. Oh, okay. I am immediately going to the room to sleep. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh... She did tell you that she would be making dinner for you. Is anyone going to dinner? <laughs> I am. No. Okay, okay, you are. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Matilda, right? Elda is probably gonna follow uh, to the dinner, because I think Ooh. they are a hung... Like, they're a teen uh, who is probably hungry after being in the in a car for 20 minutes, and they did not stop for McDonald's. I don't think there is a McDonald's anywhere near here. You'd probably have to, like, you might have stopped from McDonald's, like, ten hours ago, but, like... Well, at that point, they didn't need it, so they were, like... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whatever. I'm yeah. gonna be fine. So the room, as promised, just, again, just, like, penthouse window, almost, to the ocean. Holy crap. And it's a pretty view, too. Like, she was not kidding around. Like, there are, like, cliffs. There are, like, paintings on the wall of, like, 
waves crashing against the rocks and like a lighthouse. You don't see a lighthouse, but there's a painting of a lighthouse. And like it's it's like foggy, and I think Elda, spe- you specifically, uh, this is a vibe. Yeah, Elda does like the ocean. She they just wouldn't like admit it in front oh. of the innkeeper. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> That's why Matilda was like, I thought you did, but okay. Yeah, did this? Did you say that out loud? I think I did. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I think Elda would look at you and like. Of course I like the ocean, I just didn't want to say it in front of that weird loner lady. Okay, (laughs) well everyone in this town is going to be a weird loner, okay? Yeah, I know. The guy at the lake? Super weird loner. Like, freak. You can be a little nicer. I don't think his family loves him. (laughs) Did you say I don't think his family loves him? Yes. (laughs) Hey, Elda. We need to dial it back a little. We can be mean sometimes. Fine. But you need to recognize... All right. I get it. It's okay. fine. You don't get me. It's okay. Okay. Also, Elda, you um, this beach is a rock beach. Cool. Just file that piece of information and wait for later. It's a secret tool that will help us in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Are you, anyone doing anything in the hour that you have to hang out in the room before dinner? I'm going to explore the other parts of the bed and breakfast. Ooh, okay. So, like, get a lay of the land. One, are there other bedrooms? Like, Yeah, uh, there aren't, like, a ton of them. Yours is definitely the biggest one. Uh, Maybe, like, five other rooms. And they're all numbered with, like, one, two, three, four. And then yours, uh, one, two, three, four, five, and then yours is just, doesn't have a number and just a special on it. Are there any other, like, amenities? Like, is... Our host in the kitchen working. Uh, yeah. You you go down again to the uh, reception and you don't see her anywhere. There doesn't seem to be anyone else in the building, from what you can tell. And there is like a kitchen door, like a door labeled kitchen, but it's locked, so you can't like go in and snoop in the kitchen. Does it look like anyone's been in any of the other rooms other than the special room? I wonder if a investigation role would be prudent here. Because that gives you the option to, like, ask me questions from the list, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I'll tell mm. you, like, cursory, no. No, like, they're all, like, you know, it's a motel rooms. It's, like, bad right. it's, like, made and stuff. If you wanna, It's kind like, of like, why would anyone choose these rooms, even? But if you want to have, like, more specific questions, I think roll investigate. I think I'm good. Neat. Uh, I think Elda is... Yeah, I think the first thing they would do is try to go to the kitchen to, like, peek. Uh, and then when they can't, they fold their eyes and then they go back up to the room and they just sit on their bed and stare out the window and grumble a little bit to themselves. Have fun brooding. I'm going to take a quick nap. They ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, are you going to bed? I'm asleep already. Does Olivia sleep like a rock? I'd say I am a pretty light sleeper. No. I think it's pretty easy to wake me up. So, you know, don't. Hell yeah. So I think I whisper that. So you stare you stare out the window. At one point, your eyes kind of... You know how when you stare at something, like, eventually you kind of, like, stop seeing it? Yeah. For, like, two seconds, you feel like you see, like, a mass. Like, a the shadow or, like, the, the, the hazy image in the fog of, like, some kind of big mass of kind of a creature. You know, like, it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have a shape. It's kind of like a hill, <laughs> but, like, smaller, like a mound of some kind, almost. That's kind of the, the shape of it. You just, again, that, that kind of sour feeling in the pit of your stomach, kind of, you start feeling a little bit uneasy. And then you blink and it's gone. <laughs> Nothing else weird happens in the hour that it takes 
for dinner to become ready. Then, unless Elda does something, I think we skip to dinner. All right. So you two, you two go down. I'm, I'm going to say that this is like upstairs, and then the 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 dining hall is like downstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you go down the stairs, uh, and you see An- uh, Anita waiting for you at the bottom of the staircase, and she's like, "Oh, hi, hello. I'll take you to your seats." Oh, um, thank you. And she kind of like walks you around. She she walks very well for a woman who looks to be very old. She doesn't have a cane mm-hmm. or anything. She just the the stride is very very nice. Wow, confident old lady boss energy. <laughs> you you round a corner and like enter the dining hall, and there's again same energy as with the rooms. There's like one big table that's like set like in the middle. It has like a candle on it and like a, a tablecloth and it's like right by one of the big penthouse windows with a good view of the ocean. And then there are like smaller tables kind of around it kind of around it that aren't set or anything like that. Uh, and I think the first thing you'd notice is that there's a woman sitting at that table. She has like a plate in front of her. Uh, she has straight, almost white, blonde hair, almost, like, super pale complexion, very pale eyelashes, these kind of creepy, almost, like, ice blue eyes, and she's wearing very regal, formal clothing, kind of like a, a nice blouse with, like, a elegant necklace and a skirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she doesn't have a plate in front of her, but she does have a what looks to be a cup of lemon water. Okay. And she looks up as you approach, and you can also see that there are also two plates, or three plates at the table for you all. And she looks up as you kind of approach, and she will go, Oh, hello there, you're the visitors, right? Oh, yes, hi. One of us is asleep. She drove the whole way, so... Ah, oh, I see, I see. Well, as the the governess of this town, I thought that it would be a good idea for me to come visit you and welcome you to this lovely place that you've decided to, to visit. Oh, well, Please, great to meet you. I think I, I do a little curtsy to greet her. God bless. Elda, do you do anything? No. No. They're, they're there. They're present. That's... A lot more grace than a lot of people get. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, she she looks appreci- She looks like kind of like pleased, uh, and she'll motion for like two plates that have been set. You you, it's like mashed potatoes with some kind of like some, some kind of meat, un- mystery meat. It's unsure what it nice. is. Mm. Human. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um. And she'll she'll motion for you and sit, uh, to sit down, and and she'll be like. My name is Katarina von Gyllenroos. Who might you be? I'm Matilda Noren. Lovely to meet you, Matilda. Yeah. Have you traveled far? Uh, quite far. That's why our driver is mm. pretty tired. Might I ask, what has brought you to our little town? We don't often get visitors, and, and certainly not in this season. I really needed to get away from just the busyness of city life, and we're better to do this than here, honestly. Ah. I see, I see. Do you have a do you have family that you had to get away from perhaps? Anyone friends? I understand. Um, social social life it it can all be very hectic. That's why we keep to ourselves in this town. Oh, oh no. Most most of the time when I go places I can still cater who I talk to. I have this thing. I I brandish my phone. <laughs> oh, well, you might have some trouble using that here. You see, we don't really have reception. Right. I understand mm. that. Well, lovely, lovely. And how? What? What about you, young one? Why have you come? I'm not a child, and my name is Elda. They're sixteen. Elda. 
Well, sixteen. That's sixteen. He's very adult, I think. And is this is this your parents? Have you come together? Is this a, a family? No, trip? mom's sleeping. No, I'm a family friend. Ah, I see. And do you? Does your family have many other friends, Elda? What a weird ass question. I mean, they don't get me, but I, mean, I guess that mom has acquaintances. My mom's a bit weird. No, she's lonely. <laughs> I think Matilda says that and then laughs, just outright. Dad has like some friends, but you know, they're boring. They like to talk about uh, business and sports. I see, I see. Well, that that sounds like it would be hard for you. Do you like the ocean? There's a, We have a lovely view. And she turns to the big window and Elda, you recognize the, the big fucking shape thing is back in this mist. Mm-hmm. It's just a big lump of something. And you you can't see eyes, but you feel like it's looking at you. And so do you, Matilda. Oh, I feel like something's watching me? Oh, no, there is something watching you. You can see it. It's like a f- shape in the fog. Like a dark shape. I think Matilda has to try and like actively repress a shocked look. And so that might come across. Katarina just like looks out at the ocean. And and absolutely no comment, like makes no makes no mention of this at all. She's like, the ocean is really lovely here at this time of year, don't you think so? Yeah, the ocean is very pretty this time of year. Say, what what kind of animals do you see around here? Oh well, you know the usual. We have some some deer, some elk, rabbits. Mm-hmm. They live in the forest. They they come out sometimes, but they they tend to shy away. I think. I think they don't like the ocean very much, so... If you're if you're here to hunt, I'm afraid you've picked a, a bad place. Oh, I'm not. Don't worry. We do have excellent fishing, though. Ice fishing is very popular this time of year. We've heard. We saw, too. Yeah, we saw um Oliver, I think it was, on our way in. Oh! Oh, see, he told me that he... That you hadn't noticed him. I see, I see. Well... Yes, he is an excellent ice fisher. We have many like him, but Oliver is really, really the best. He spends a lot of time out by the lakes fishing for perch. That's a good fish for the winter, yes. S- speaking of, what what is this? It's delicious. I'm, I can't get enough of it, but what is this? You know, like the giggle behind the hand? She, she'll giggle and like hide her, hide her mouth and she'll be like, Well, I, I, I don't question Anita on... On the ingredients of her excellent cooking. And Anita will like smile very happily and be like, Oh, thank wait, thank you, dear. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it is human. <laughs> the previous visitors. <laughs> By the way, I think that I was actually eating around the meat, but... <laughs> uh, she's gonna continue just kind of like making small talk with you. And the thing outside on the ice remains there. And it stares at you for the whole meal. Oh, I hate that. Have fun with that. Well, it's great meeting you, but um, do you think anything particularly strange happens in this town once in a while? I did a little research because I wanted to know where I visit, you know? I like to know things about where I'm going. And I have... You could say some strange interests, um, but I just have—I don't think there's been any news from here, much less of anything strange. Oh well, that's because we're a very, very normal town. You see, it's—it's it's all we're all very safe and very protected, and we're we're a very close knit community. I'm sure that's okay. why yeah. nothing strange ever happens here, really, other than you coming to visit, of course. Right, visitors are a rarity. And she'll like uh-huh. do the behind the the laugh again. God, Jesus. 
These people have a script. I think I'm finished. Do you want me to help clean up, Anita, or- Oh, no, 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 dearie. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. You? The, the, the moon is very lovely today. Perhaps you should take an evening walk by the, on the beach, hmm? We'll consider it. It's a very beautiful night. It's just very chilly for me. I'm not quite used to the cold. Ah, I see. Well, I hope you can stomach it, because it's really very lovely this time of year. Mm-hmm. And she'll take both your plate and also Elda's plate, regardless of whether Elda was done eating or not. I think they, like, ate some of the mashed potatoes and, like, poked the meat once and then was done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They lost their appetites. Yeah. Understandably. And uh, Katarina will put down her glass, empty glass of lemon juice, and she'll be like, Well, it's it's really been lovely meeting you guys. How long did you say you were staying for? Probably a few days. She looks for a second, kind of shocked, and then she looks kind of calculating. Like she's thinking over what you just said and like fitting it into like a plan in her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she'll, like, nod and be like, Ah, how lovely. Well, you'll have the opportunity to take part in our Winter Solstice Festival if you stay if you stay for that long. It's oh, in when's two that? days. Oh, okay, okay. I do hope you'll try to get go out and see some of our lovely ocean views before then. Hmm? Okay, um, yeah, that would be nice. What does, what do you all do during the festival? Oh, well... We go out on the ice and and we bring our possessions and and we leave them there to welcome in the spring, you see? Oh, okay. The winter is hungry and we need to feed it. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. She smiles very pleasantly at you. Okay. I think we're we're really tired from traveling. We've driven around 20 hours in the last day or two. Oh, of course. So we... You're not here to argue. Um... (laughs) So I, I think we're going to go rest, if that's all right. Of course, of course. Feel free, if you would like to speak more, to find me at my home, the Julenroos Mansion. Anyone in town can, can show you the way. Okay, sounds good. I mean, that makes sense. I hope to see you again. Since you're all so close. Yeah, we probably will. Lovely, and she'll like smile at you and then go. Go is too simple a word for this woman. She will depart. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> I think we return to our room, and I'm like, Elda, we need to close those blinds. You're the expert. Yes. I don't think I was too mean before. None of these people have a loving family. Um, I'm starting to be more inclined to agree. No, they're all a loving family. They <laughs> I don't suck. Know what you mean. They all love each other. I think the best call right now is to go to bed early and start early tomorrow. What are we even looking for? You never told me. You just said we we're gonna go on a mission. Well, as you heard, this town was extraordinarily normal. Yeah, so why are we here? Why, like, why did you pick a normal place? Well, when something this is this normal, it's not normal. Because even in a normal town, there's some weirdo who is obsessed with the occult like me, you know? Okay, We'll see sure. anything in the woods, but no one here does that. Well, they don't have reception, so who are they gonna tell? Like, they're friends nobody's gonna hear that i mean they don't even have a store trust me on this one okay elda (laughs) just trust me that this is not a normal place and you i think you saw what was in the fog too didn't you yeah the big eyes don't like them i don't like that either and that's not an elk that's not a rabbit it's not all i ask is some sleep okay guys okay okay mom we'll we'll catch you up in the morning so we sleep Okay, anyway. Alright, 
You all sleep through a wonderfully restful night in your room that has a big window that's been closed by thick blinds. Does anyone, any one of you get up at any point during the night? I do. I wake up all the time. You, you wake up and like the blinds are closed and, and you're like, oh, the other people must have, it's dinner must have happened already. Do you do anything in particular? All I do is, is I just sort of make sure that people in the room are alive and mm-hmm. <laughs> sleeping and then I go back to sleep every okay. time. So you don't open the blinds at any point? No. All right. However, battlefield awareness, you always know oh! what's happening around you and what to watch out for. That's a good point. Okay, so I think at one point, it is around four in the morning, according to a, like an, a, a, you know, one of those glowing alarm clocks that are in your room. Mm-hmm. You hear the sound of, you know, the, 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 the sound of someone walking on gravel? Or, like, on rocks. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've played, I've played Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was so sick. It was in sync. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Um, you are a seasoned veteran of Minecraft, and you would recognize that sound anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's, basically, you, f- you hear the sound of someone walking on rocks or gravel outside of your window. Your window faces a rock beach. So, you know. Someone's out there walking. You can do what you want with this information. You can look out the window or you can be like, oh, that makes sense that someone would take a walk on the beach at four in the morning and go back to I'm looking out the window, but like secretly. Cool. Okay. I'm like going to peek from the curtains. You look out the window and the most, like the first thing you notice is the ice is covered in fog. And then you look a little closer and you realize that it, it's not actually fog. It's like white, wispy people that are all standing on the ice, kind of in a line, almost like like an audience to something. Like they're all standing and like looking at the same place, basically in like a circle and it like extends out. There is this strange kind of wispy howl in the air, almost like a wail of, of sound. And it, it almost... You get the energy that this is someone's last cry before death takes them. But you don't really know where you get that from. It's just kind of a feeling that you get. And uh, there is one shadow on the beach that's dark. And it's the silhouette of a person. A young person. Or maybe around Edla's, around Edla's age. They seem to be walking out on the ice. And as they do, the people in the white wispy people are kind of parting for them. Like, they're walking through this crowd, and the crowd is, like, wordlessly stepping to the side for them. Yeah, and you you can, if you would like to simply stand and watch, you watch until the person has walked so far out on the ice that you can't see them anymore. I would like to video, uh, uh, take Matilda's phone and film this. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh my god, it's the shaky horror cam film. Footage. Uh, do you know Matilda's password? Uh, no, but you can still open the camera without you know, having to unlock it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually care that much. Yeah, sure. You can videotape this, yeah. I don't think the wispy people appear on the film. Oh my god. Of course they don't. But the person walking out onto the ice sure does. Do they disappear at any point? Yeah, they walk out until like you can't see them anymore. It's like dark. It's like four in the morning. So the sun is going to start rising in like an hour. But for now, it's very dark. And and they 
They walk until the darkness kind of, like, swallows them up. Is there also still fog on the recording? There is. There's, like, normal amounts of fog before it looked like it was super foggy. Like, in real life, it looks like it was super foggy because there's so many white, wispy people. I think once this happens, I'm gonna wake the rest of the people up. Or Mm -hmm. no, sorry, I'm gonna wake... Sorry, Elda. (laughs) I'll wake up later. (laughs) I'll fill you in later. But I'm gonna wake Matilda up and show you the footage. And... Does this mean anything to you? Wait, do you wake her up after the person has disappeared from you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and at that point, I think the wispy people have also disappeared. Like, by the time that you, you like, stare, stand and watch until the person disappears from you, and then you turn around and go to va- wake Matilda, and when you turn back, it's, like, normal fog on the... Oh my gosh. I, I think I watch it through it, and I go, I don't know that I've seen something quite like this. I mean... Last night during dinner, we, Elda and I, we saw something watching us out on the ice. It it seems like it'd probably be related, right? Okay, I think let's get out our secret weapon and I look at Elda. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm gonna wake Elda up. Oh no. <laughs> okay, bud, so um, this is your moment to shine. What? What's your thoughts on this mom yeah sure well i'm awake the video to be clear does not show any wispy white people it just sh- <laughs> wispy white people <laughs> wispy people that are white <laughs> um it just shows a person walking out onto the ice yeah i do explain what i saw by the way yeah okay cool neat if I may, wonderful keeper, can I investigate a mystery by watching this uh, weird videotape on a <laughs> phone? <laughs> the <laughs> like shaky a horror iPhone. cam photo. Yeah. Yeah. Do I? Yes. And also, uh, because of your premonition, this was the thing that you like foresaw, mm-hmm. and therefore you have a plus one. Cool. So take that. So that's roll plus char. Is that for every roll that you do to a fixed situation, or is it just like the first one? You take plus one forward to prevent it from coming true. Okay, plus one forward. So that means ongoing, as long as you're working towards doing this, right? Yes. Anytime I make something to deal with this, I get a plus mm-hmm. one forward. Right, yeah. So that's four... That's exactly a seven. Okay, that is a partial success. Mm-hmm. So, because of the way investigate a mystery works, you get to ask me, the keeper, any one question... Mm-hmm. from a list so i have what happened here what sort of creature is it what can it do what can hurt it where did it go what is it going to do and what is being concealed here i want to ask what happened here all right so you rem- you think back to your premonition that you had mm-hmm. and you remember that when you were the person walking out on the ice you felt called by something mm-hmm. you felt kind of compelled you don't remember any wispy like wispy white ghost people but you do remember that like you were a person and you felt that you absolutely had to get as far out on the ice as you possibly could and you felt that it was safe and good for you to be on the ice mm-hmm. so i think what happened here this person whoever this person is was compelled by some kind of some kind of supernatural force to walk onto the ice. Cool. And basically disappear. Did this just happen? This just happened. As soon as it was finished, I woke you up. I, I would have woken you up as it was happening. I just didn't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Martina. Yeah? So 
one of the features of my agency, which is actually an agency, it's like the guy mm-hmm. that I know, mm-hmm. the guy, yeah. is that I have a lot of intel. So is it yep. possible for me to send him like a screenshot of like a close-up picture of the person that walked into the ice mm-hmm. and ask who that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can do that. That's fun as hell. That's some fucking Google, Go- Google eyeglasses shit right there. It I is, love it. Yeah. Sure, you can send your man in the chair a, a picture at 4am, blurry nighttime photo at 4am going, Hey, <laughs> who this? you know who this is? You're pretty goddamn sure that he's going to be awake and ready to look into it for you? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we went to bed about around 6, so I, I think it's time to start investigating. Do we want... I don't think it's a good idea to go out on the ice, do you? Well, do I get any info yet? When do I? When do I? Oh, get do info? You, oh, do you have to roll for? Can no. you read me that that ability? It's please? not an ability. It's just that uh, it, when it asked to like describe my agency, oh, aka right. my dude, one of the things I chose for it was good intel. Oh right. So okay. this isn't so much a role as mm-hmm. it is a role playing thing. Would it make sense for you to be able you, you to have to roll a manipulate someone role? Since you're messaging them at 4am, and presumably you want to get this information urgently. Uh, yeah, sure. So yeah, please roll manipulate someone. Okay, so I got an 8. Oh, sorry, no, so I got a 7, because it's one minus 1. So the move says, on a 7 to 9, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it will take for them to do it. Would it make sense to say that you, Olivia Dalvik, perhaps are running a little bit behind on some administrative paperwork that you need to be doing since you're, like, self-employed and shit? Like, taxes? Yeah, kind of. I think, sure, but this person wouldn't really be concerned with that sort of Uh stuff with me. Maybe you you have, like, a... You said you owe this person money, right? Uh, I always owe this person money. So maybe they are like, all right, but you haven't been filing, like, giving me proper receipts for, like, months for your payments. Does that make sense? What? You have, basically, you haven't been, like, writing them checks. Paying them? Yeah, essentially. Okay. So I think that, that you get a response back and it's just like, it is four in the morning. Can this not wait? Not quite, no. Okay, here, here, okay. You have not sent the last four months' payments to me. You've told me repeatedly you have the money, but you haven't sent the frickin' money. I would be willing to interrupt my beauty sleep. You you can hear on them that they definitely have not been sleeping. Um, Is this a voice message? <laughs> I think it's, like, a bunch of texts. I think they're sending, like... Okay. Like, ten text messages, like, broken... This is, like, broken up into a bunch of texts. Uh, I would be willing to interrupt my beauty sleep to do your weird stalking job, but I'm gonna need you to immediately go and actually pay me those things that you owe me. Okay, so I'm out of town, but would giving you my word count? Well, you can, like, online... Yeah, you're gonna have to online pay them. Wait, there's no... Wait, I just remembered... There's, like, no uh, reception here. Oh, the, ag- uh, the agency has reception. Oh, okay. The agency has its ways. It's like an emergency number, but it's, like, to the agency. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matilda. Yeah? Okay, so we can get info on this person, but can I borrow some money? What? What the fuck did you just ask me? Uh, 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 sh- how much? 
I, do you owe this person a lot of money? So, but is it? Would you say that this is like a like a grocery bill, or is it like several thousand? Like what? Like no, what no, level it's are we at right now middle. I'd okay, say like two hundred, three hundred. Yeah, sort of a couple. Yeah, so of that hundred. would be two thousand or three thousand in 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 Swedish crowns. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, because uh, you add basically add another zero from dollar. Okay. But okay. anyway. My point is that you can absolutely, with if you get money from, like, Matilda, you can absolutely do this. Right. But you're going to have to stay back and, like, fix the banking issue, like, immediately if you want him to send you the info right now. So you can't, if, if, if the other people are going out and investigating this, you can't go with them. Alternatively, you could go with them and he would, like, get you the info tomorrow morning. I do have a car so I can catch up really quickly. That depends on where they're going, I guess. How, well, how long would it take to PayPal them money, though? I, I'm gonna say that it takes a while because this is, like, your 7 to 9 thing. Right. Oh, okay. You know? Right. It's, it's like a, a imperfect success. Um, okay, sure, yeah. I think the, the agency doesn't have PayPal. It works with, like, some really annoying old, old payment system i don't know i have to directly bank yeah yeah Yeah. it's a physical check mailed to their address oh my god um yeah i think i'm gonna do that if matilda gives me the money does she (sighs) fine thank you oh this is embarrassing yeah you you don't want to owe me money I'll, i'll just say that oh my god are you threatening me no i'm just saying i know a lot about magic like a lot, so I have a grenade launcher. Okay, and prove that all the bad luck you experience in the next two weeks is my fault. Like, good luck. You're not going to be able to do it. Um. Anyway, what do you what What's next? So we shouldn't go out on the ice. I think that's becoming abundantly clear. I'm gonna get started on this. What you guys think? I don't know if we can get that much information from the governess. Do you think there's any local? libraries or anyone else in town because we could look for someone who's just like a little strange compared to everyone else i don't like the governess she's weird and creepy and usually i like weird and creepy but this is like bad Bad, weird weird and creepy creepy. yeah i know i'm i'm in the same boat (laughs) none of these people are good i don't like them i'm not saying we should go out on the ice but maybe we could like look from the beach and see if we see anything if you think it's safe we can maybe like one of us goes out and the other one stays by the beach like if something happens you can yell i think we should stay together like close okay well maybe like if we have a rope and one goes out and one can pull the other one in if something happens that would work i think mom i'm uh i'm sorry honey i'm mommy's doing banking Wow, mother of the year. Um, Sorry, what's happening? We're thinking of having one of us go out on the ice while the other is, while they're tied to the other one. I will probably be going further. Oh my, oh. Okay, Matilda, I can't let Elda just go out there alone. Um, I know. I do guys think that it would be the stupidest decision in the world to wait until a bit later. Because I, I, do, I don't, I can't just let you, you go alone. I understand, but. Well, not alone, but. If that's a person, I want to do what we can, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Elda, I will say, you don't tend to get premonitions about things that are fine. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes, I <laughs> Like, know. you tend to always see things that are, like, some in some way tragedies that mm-hmm. you can prevent. Just clarifying that also for the audience. Yes. Uh, Martina. Yeah? Am I able to do banking on the go? No. As I'm walking? No. 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 
Okay. No, you if if you if you are committed to having this information be sent to you as soon as possible, you have to stay behind. That's the condition of the seven to nine. Ugh! Okay, Elda. Hmm? I'm gonna give you my gun. Okay. Oh, they they already have a gun. No, I don't. What? Yeah. You do? Wait, this was no. this. Uh, oops. Anyway, Elda, let's go. Don't lie to me. I don't have a gun. Why would I have a gun? Yeah, they don't have Dangerous. a gun. Okay, I give you a pass. Just tell me if you have a gun, because I don't want to give you two guns. There's no point in you having two guns. Okay, I have a gun. <laughs> okay, they have oh a gun. <laughs> okay, well, here's some more bullets. Jesus Christ. We'll figure this out later. I mean, at some rate, it's a safety thing, right? Don't, uh, Elda, Elda, okay. don't mm-hmm. be a hero. Be no. careful. Yes. And don't do something I would do. You something do you would do? Yeah. Yes. Nice. All right. I won't do banking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great decision, Elda. Never become a banker. I'll try to join you as soon as I can. Okay. So I think we're just gonna go out on the ice, like just outside of the window of the penthouse. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm gonna go out further. You stay here. You have a good grip mm-hmm. on this, okay? Yeah. And just so you oh, know, I might. I I want to be clear. I imagine uh, Matilda as like a very small person. So <laughs> Elda is not super strong, but I'm sure they can handle this. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So you tie yourself with a rope, and then you give the other end to Elda, yes. and then you walk yes. onto the ice. Yes. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna be doing all of this while I'm looking out the window at all times. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and keeping an eye. Yeah, on you Elda. can you can see uh, you can see Matilda step onto the the ice and, and Elda stand on the on the rock beach. So you're looking for this um, the person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to roll investigation. Okay, yeah, that I agree. Or with investigate that. a mystery here, and the mystery being where did the person go. Thank goodness. I rolled an eight. Oh, nice. Okay, that's one question. Where did it go? <laughs> that can be the creature, it can be the person we saw, it can be the mist. Okay, so you... Well, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a layer of ice. There's a layer of snow on the ice. It's not necessarily super heavy because the wind keeps uh, it's not not as, as big right. as like the, the snow under the trees because the wind keeps like blowing it around mm-hmm. and stuff it's still unpleasant to walk in but you can follow this trail okay and so you know that well the trail leads out onto the ice in pretty much a straight line so you can follow this trail out onto it's almost like have you ever been on clear ice and like you can like look below it and you can like see that there's like a rock beneath yes, it yeah so what happens what happens when ice grows around like islands and stuff is that there the ice tends to kind of like shoot up along the edges of things that are above sea level right. Ice spikes. Oh, it's called. Oh, we call them ice stars. Yeah, you get kind of like shards of ice that kind of like bloom up like a flower almost around the things that are above sea level. And usually you'd see this with, you know, like rocks or maybe like if there's like a buoy mm-hmm. in the water. Uh, so you walk out and you see this dark kind of shadow kind of like below you as if there's like a, an island there. Uh, and then you keep walking and you realize that there's an ice star right next to you. And it's breaking up around, like, a kitchen cabinet. Like, it looks like, it's like, you know, kind of like yellow painted flowers on the front. Like, you can see, like, there's, like, spices inside one of the open cabinet doors. Mm-hmm. And it's solidly in the ice, right? Yeah, it's, like, sticking 
sticking up. Like, half the cabinet is sticking up above the ice, and the other half is definitely, like, below the oh, ice. Oh, there's no way I'm getting by it. Yeah. And I think somewhere around here, the trail stops just dead. Okay. I think Matilda pulls out her phone, takes a picture of it, and then flips the camera and takes a selfie with it. And then walks back. Also, I do think there are, like, kind of, like, other things that are, like, popping out over the ice. Like, small, like, kind of, like, pieces of wood and, like, stuff. But the main big thing that's, like, noticeable is that that fucking kitchen cabinet. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Important question. Do you take anything? If I can take... There are, like, things inside the cupboard that you could just open and take. If there's anything, like, identifying in there, for sure. I don't know if there's anything identifying. There's, like, spices, a piece of frozen kale, an apple... That's, like, rotted. Is there salt in there? Like, anything noticeably missing that would obviously- I think that'd be another investigation rule. Okay, then- Let's say, like, there isn't salt, but you don't know if that's because it's someone has taken it out, or maybe the salt is just frozen under the- Right. Under the ice. I'll give it a shot, then. That's a ten. Ooh, that is- You get two questions. So, what happened here? You remember that Katarina mentioned- that part of the winter festival involved feeding the winter, mm. and and you've like like you've been to places where where people leave offerings or like sacrifices and and stuff before, and you're like this is something's collection. Okay, something has been gathering these the this furniture, and you can even. Now that you think back on when you entered the town, you remember how I said it looked like a lot of people were moving because people were like carrying furniture all over the place. Right, that must have been the you offerings. You can like put, right. yeah, you can put two and two together and be like, oh, the winter festival is in two days. Okay, maybe that maybe this is some kind of sacrifice mm-hmm. place that you found yourself on. Okay, second question: What is being concealed here? You look down. And you get this sense that, like, like if you, like, shuffle with your foot a little bit on the snow to, like, clear the ice, you can see that there's definitely, like, dark, like, right below your feet. Like, you're like, oh, I'm standing on a bit of a an offering site. But, like, you just get this sense of scale of it. You think that this is, that what you're able to observe here is not even the tip of the iceberg. This is an enormous horde. And it most likely belongs to something that's incredibly old and greedy. I think having investigate this, gated this, I will head back. All right. Uh, and also, I, w- I would like to add that your your rope, you were almost at the end of your rope. Oh, okay. Literally speaking, not figuratively speaking. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that mad, okay. So I head back. Okay, Elda, so... Here's the lowdown. Mm-hmm. I think people are offering, like, pieces of furniture and stuff to this thing. To winter. Alright, that's weird. Which is clearly abnormal. Like, you just offer food and stuff, right? That's normal in my experience. Something perishable that comes and goes with the seasons. Mm-hmm. Whatever's here, I think there is something here, by the way. Which is exciting. I think it's greedy. It wants things. I don't know what that means, but that's like... It's sick. In terms of monsters, but... I think it's sick. It's pretty cool to find something. I thought these people were just like creepy and that there's like maybe something weird on the ice, but this is like... It's a mystery. I mean, I guess it is just... I guess it is just those things that it's something's weird on the ice and that these people are creepy. And that we have more evidence. That's that's the fun part. And then I show you the pictures of the cabinet and the selfie because I look fly. Okay, that's... Right? Okay. 
It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a cabinet, but like, it's a cool cabinet because it's it's under frozen the ice, and nice, right? That's not where cabinets are. That's not where they belong. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's talk to someone. Let's find someone to talk to. Oh, it's four in the mm-hmm. morning. Oh shit. Um, is anyone up at this hour? Ooh, who you know who might be up at this hour? We should see if Oliver is awake. Because he's obsessed with ice fishing. I don't want to talk to Oliver, but fine. You don't want to talk to anyone in this town, okay? You're going to need to suck it up a little. Fine. You know I'm right. Talk to him. Okay. You do the talking. I'll just stand there and be intimidating. So he oh, so doesn't... nothing different. Okay, you don't you don't like trying new things. I see. I'm making sure that he doesn't like hide things by looking scary. Okay, bud. All right. So you two are gonna be go looking for Oliver. Yes. While we do that, let's go check in with Olivia. Yes. I hi. think uh, you have finished filing your banking. Okay. Yay. Basically, as soon as you did, like you you sent the message being like, okay, it's been done. You've you've got your payment. Two minutes later, you get like a, a long text message back with like inf- the information that that your your guy has found. Okay, this person is a very young person called uh, Philip Hanson. He is eighteen years old. Lives in this town. He is the son of the baker who is called uh, Daniel Hanson, but goes by Dan and uses gender neutral pronouns. He has a Tumblr. Hell yeah. That he uses. Basically, he has mentioned on his Tumblr that he lives in a small town in roughly this area of Sweden. And he posts a lot of posts about but seeing the supernatural. He's very active in the like occult fandoms. Oh and God. he claims to be uh, an empath and claims to be able to speak to ghosts. <laughs> Oh my oh god, my he's god. an empath. They're an empath. Oh my god. They. No, no, uh, Philip goes by he, him. Oh, Philip? Oh, okay. Uh, okay their okay. parent goes by they, them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. That's what you can get. You also get, like, some, like, you get the school he's enrolled in and stuff, but, like, uh, it's it's like a school that's, like, he, he, like, commutes to. You get way more information than you should be able to find in two minutes, but you got it. It's there. So he probably already had done it and was I mean, just like. Eh. He probably did it while I was doing my. My banking. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. If not, at least to just know for himself. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I think once I have this, I'm gonna grab my stuff and run to Elda and uh, Matilda. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, you're still here. That's good. Oh, yeah. We were just about to set off and look for someone to talk to and ask questions. I, I have an idea of who we can talk to. Okay. That person that walked into the mist... Their name is Philip. They're the they're the son of the baker. So I highly suggest we go talk oh, to the baker. Oh, the baker will be awake. They start early. That's a good point. They do start early. Okay, I'm not gonna become a baker. <laughs> Crossing that off. Gosh, we should probably ask ask the owner of the ask uh, Anita where the baker is. I. Uh, their name is Dan. They go by Dan. We could ask, or we could literally walk around. Uh, that's a good point. There's probably a bakery somewhere around here. It's probably the only bakery. Okay, so I think we'd like to walk around and try to find the bakery. Oh, you can. It's a tiny-ass town. There is a big bakery. It has a picture, like a kind of like a, a wood carving of like a bread loaf on, on top oh, of it. Oh, hell yeah. And it just has the name bakery. I know that's this isn't what you meant, but I immediately imagined a loaf of bread carved out of wood. <laughs> well, just like an entire loaf of bread. That's fun. <laughs> that's fun. I'm gonna say that, yes, it's a sculpture. <laughs> it is a sculpture, and then it just says bakery 
Because there's only one. No one's going to mistake it for any other, right. like, bakery. Yeah, you know, it's basically the only uh, building in in the town where, like, the light's on and, like, it looks warm and inviting. Oh, the Ooh. smell of the bread. <sighs> yeah, it smells great. They're, like, those, like, you know, those, like, little cookies with, like, jam in them, like, on the on a, on a big platter on the counter. It's, like... I'm so hungry. <laughs> pretzels, big pretzels. It, it's the whole the whole thing. It's a really, really nice, quaint little bakery. Uh, and as you enter, you actually see two people. You see one uh, middle-aged person standing behind the counter with an apron. The apron has, like, you know one of those things that's, like, an embroidered pattern where it's, like, there's text, but you literally can't read it because the embroidery is, like, mm-hmm. way too cursive and it's, like, right. it's all, like, embroidered. So they've got an apron with an inscrutable thing on it, <laughs> which none none of you can read. And they have, like, big muscular baker arms, long hair, put in a in a bun. And they are, uh, look like they're vibing and chatting with... Tilf! <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it Tilf if it's... What what's the gender neutral That's a good for parent? Yeah. Parent, I'd like Pilf. to fuck. Well, I I was thinking Bilf for b- Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Love that Baker. I'd like Love to that. Oh my <laughs> god. Love that. I... Um, isn't that every Baker? <laughs> this is going to out me as a pathologic fan on the podcast. But in my notes, this this person has uh, the note next to them that says Artemy Burak Energy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, back to the game. Back to the game, the guys. Game. Uh, yes. On the opposite side of the counter sits a young person with uh, very curled, tussled dark hair and light brown skin. And uh, Olivia, you recognize this person by the outfit. Uh, and you, th- like, as the, the fisher- fisherman who watched you earlier when you came into town. <gasps> this is uh, Oliver. I thought you were going to say this is Philip. No, no, this is not Philip. This is not Philip. This is Oliver. Two birds with one stone, because you guys wanted to talk to Oliver. I know. Oliver was awake, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he is sitting at the counter eating some kind of, I think it's like a hot cross bun. Nice. From, like, a paper bag. Okay. Nice. Okay. I'm going to go up to Dan. Daniel, you said? Th- their name is Daniel, but they go by Dan. Please okay, cool. call them Dan, because the name Daniel is an inside joke, and I will start laughing. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. Oh, oh, pastries. Oh, I... How much? How much for these? I pick up one of the jam-filled cookies. Oh, those are those are 15 Swedish crowns. I, I don't believe I know you. Are you new here? Uh, yeah, we're, we're dropping by to visit. They look very, like, off-put by this. <laughs> and Oliver <laughs> will turn around in his seat. And go, oh shit, it's you! And then, like, put a hand over his mouth and be like, um, hi. Oh, hi. Hello. Hey. Yeah, that's. You new here? That's a reaction. Good to meet you. You left your sandwich near your little ice area. Oh, my my mm-hmm. ice fishing? Oh, yeah. this is, Oh, you're Oliver? Okay. Yeah, hi. How do you know my name? Oh, Anita told us about you. God damn it, I keep telling her to stop doing that. Well, well hi. it's not our fault. Everyone's so friendly. Yeah, I bet. This is a. You picked a. Stellar place to go to vacation, if, if if you ask me, especially this time of year. Christ. Um, Dan, I'd like to ask you a question, and uh, honestly, I'm just. Gonna How do you know my name? Did Anita tell you about me too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> I'd like to ask you a question. Uh huh. Ask away, stranger. Do you have a son? I do. He should be helping me in the kitchen right now, Philip. 
Yeah, um, they yell over their shoulder, uh, but there's, like, no response. Can you go make sure that Philip's there right now? That's a weird question, but sure. Uh, Oliver, keep an eye on them, and they will put down the thing that they were holding, like, they're cutting some bread or whatever, and, and, and go back behind the counter and go look for Philip. Oliver gives you all very, very weird look, and is like, what do you want with Philip? Let's just wait until Dan comes back to talk, okay? Are you sure? We can just tell him. Tell me what. Okay, if you think so. Okay, before we do anything else, uh, in the bakery, what like what do we see? Like it's it's just like a counter, and then you go into like the baking part. But it looks to you like there are places outside of the bakery for like an outside serving place. Mm-hmm. But there's very little space inside the bakery to have your food. Mm-hmm. And Philip is just... Uh, fuck. <laughs> and Oliver is just kind of leaning against the counter, like where you would pay and eating his uh, his hot cross bun. Mm-hmm. There isn't really any place to sit inside the bakery. Uh, so I would like, while the other two are focused on Oliver, to use a jinx. Ooh. Uh, All right. I want to jinx a target. Uh, which is mm-hmm. going to be Oliver, uh, to interfere with what a monster minion or bystander is trying to do, uh, which in this case is keeping a, an eye on us. Ooh. And then Elda wants to sneak off into the bakery while nobody's looking. Oh, okay. So, so would you like to I'm uh, gonna, roll first? I get to roll plus weird. That's a, a an eight. So I get to hold one. Yeah. So what happens is I encourage a coincidence to occur in a way I want, and basically I'm gonna encourage Faith to make him drop his food on the ground where the mm-hmm. dirt lives. Oh no! You're so mean! <laughs> Not where the dirt lives! Yep, so Oliver will go, tell me what! And then, like, in his like eagerness to hear, he'll lean forward, or, like, lean to the side kind of a thing, and slightly slip on the floors. They're very, very clean, meticulously, like, rubbed to shining perfection. And he will fumble a bit and drop his hot crust bun on the floor and then immediately go, no! <laughs> and like, go grab it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and you're able to sneak off into the kitchen. So we saw him, not even that long ago, we saw him wander out onto the ice in the ocean. Uh, Oliver was at bolt the right and go, what? What? No. What? He's like, yeah. right, is in the kitchen. Are you sure about no, that? we saw him like 20 minutes ago. Uh, He's supposed to be. I mean, he he has morning. He he helps us. Philip! And he will, like, run off into the kitchen, which brings us to uh, Elda. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. The, the kitchen isn't very big. Dan is furiously, like, opening, like, cabinet doors and shit when you come in. The window is open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Philip is nowhere to be found. That's what I suspected. Um... Mm-hmm. Well, Elda knew that they wanted to get into the kitchen to check. They didn't really, like, have a plan for what to do after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or <laughs> uh, what, what to do now. But uh, they're sure, they sure are here. Uh, uh-huh. And I Good think job. they, like, internally they're going, Okay, this is an investigation. I am in unknown territory. Everything's... <laughs> Everything's looking up. My mom's gonna be so proud. God bless. <laughs> so, like, it's just the kitchen. It's like nothing past the kitchen. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to do here is investigate a mystery. Yeah, there you to, go. To see Please, what... and you have a ongoing plus one, because uh, the thing, I can tell you now, the thing that you're trying to, like, prevent is, like, basically Philip's death. Cool. 
Uh, I'd like to prevent that from happening mm-hmm. if I can. I'm gonna roll sharp. Six plus one plus two, that's a nine. Ooh. All right. So you get one question. Okay. So this is in regards to Philip. What was it going to do? What was Philip going to do? Yeah. To be clear. Okay. Yes. They're on the table that like, they're, they're basically like, a, there's like a work table. Mm-hmm. And you can assume because there were two people in here that like, that's where Philip was working because their parents was was out manning the shop. So you can see these kind of like half done. There's like um, a pretzel dough. There's like, you know, the big yeah. chewy pretzels. Yes. That yes, kind of dough. There are a bunch of like half made pretzels that like it's it looks it looks like he tried to make make them into the pretzel shape but like kept like zoning out or whatever and like just forgot about them and they're kind of left abandoned um there's fl- flour there are like kind of movement steps in the flour that you can kind of trace mm-hmm. and you think that philip was standing here doing his work right by the window and something outside, and if you look out the window, you can see that there's a direct line of sight from the window out to the ice ocean where you were just at. And something out there caught his attention and made him get up and hop out the window and then walk down to the beach. I am gonna get out. Yeah, you managed to just slip away before uh, Oliver comes like running in and he's like, Philip! Philip, where are you? Where are you, man? <laughs> and uh, Dan is like, Philip, wh- wh- what happened to him? What, what, what did you see? Why did you come in asking for him? Where is he? We saw him walk out to the onto the ice, and we didn't know why. We thought he was like he could have gone ice fishing or something. Dan looks horrified, and Oliver just goes, "No, no, 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 no! We don't go out on the ice. We don't go. We don't go out in, in the ice until until tomorrow. He couldn't have." He knows better than to go out on the ice. Has he expressed any interest in the winter festival? I think Dan is the one who answers because I think uh, Oliver is like properly freaking out and just kind of hyperventilating. Uh, So Dan will go, well, everyone is interested in the winter festival. That's how we make spring happen. Every, every, it's, it's a big festival. He, he knows better than to go out before it's ready, before the, before, before the winter is sated. What is the winter? The winter... Who are you? Why are you asking these questions? You came here. We haven't had visitors in decades. And then you came here. And then all of a sudden, my boy goes missing. And now everything is all messed up. I assure you that we are not here to do any harm. Quite the opposite. I think I'm gonna need a a, a manipulate person role for either of you to be able to get this person to trust you enough to like divulge information. Okay, I can roll the charm. Oh yeah, you can oh. you can do help out. Yeah, I'll help out. Okay, so you Olivia, please roll help out first. 8. All right. So, help out is another basic move. On a 7 to 9, your help grants them plus 1 to their roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. So basically, I'm going to say this. If Matilda fails, whatever consequence that she will endure will also extend to you. So Matilda, go ahead. Okay. You get a plus one. A nine. Okay, so let's look at manipulate a person. This move is used when you want someone to do something for you and they don't want to do it. To get them to do what you're asking, you need a good reason. And what you're wanting them to do right now is basically trust you. Yeah. So, on a 7 to 9, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. So, they'll look between you, and they'll be like, I'll tell you what you need to know if you promise that you'll find my boy. 
We will. Right now. You'll go out on the ice and you'll bring him back. I promise. I promise. All right. As long as you promise to help, I'll tell you whatever you need to know. And Oliver will be like, are you sure? Uh, And they'll like grab him and like whisper to him for like a minute and and he'll like nod. So ask your questions. What is the winter? Well, the winter is the winter. The winter is the the season, the cold, the ice, the You know that's not what we're asking about. You're asking about the thing that brings the winter and the thing that takes the winter away? Yes. The thing that takes the winter away is a guardian and it will only do so if it is fed. It is fed with, with human possessions. It has watched over this town for as long as anyone knows, and it is benevolent, except it's taken my boy. Have other people ever disappeared around the time of the Winter Festival? I don't know. Not that I that I know of. I think you'd have to ask you have to ask Katarina. She 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 has a the thing it it comes from her her family. Sounds like a lousy guardian to me. So that thing brings the winter and then also takes it away? Mm-hmm. And has anybody ever seen it? Oh, oh yes, we see it all the time. Yeah. It's in the ice. You must have seen it too, no? We've seen it. You're staying with Anita, right? Yes, we've we've seen it. I don't know if she's seen it. We've seen it all the time. Philip was... He thought it, it spoke to him. He felt like it... He thought he was chosen by it, but I think he was he just had an overactive imagination. And Oliver will will kind of go, No, I he he saw things that others didn't, Philip. He told me about it once. I kinda of look at um I... Elda. Elda looks at you like what? Is this thing almost always on the ice? It appears more with more frequency as the winter festival approaches. It is a reminder that it needs to be paid its due. Have human sacrifices instead of human possession sacrifices ever been a possibility or a suggestion? Not to my knowledge. If it has, Katerina has kept it to herself. She seemed very insistent that she wanted us to try and take a trip on the ice. I'm not surprised. You're outsiders. If you witness our winter festival and leave and tell people about our winter festival, there'll be big trouble. It doesn't like outsiders. So it would have killed us? Absolutely. It's probably still going to. But you're going to save my boy before it takes you. You hear that? Yes, we will. Yes, we promise. Did you happen to put some sort of find my iPhone type of app on Philip's phone? I think they'll look at you and they'll be like, phone? I've got a wall phone right here. <sighs> okay. Philip had some kind of newfangled clickety device, but Jesus. I'm I'm not okay. really... Well-versed. I thought I was living somewhat in the past with this thing, but... Oh, I thought you had a... What? Uh, I pulled out the iPod. Oh, okay. My iPhone's new. My iPhone has a good camera, because I take a lot of pictures. <laughs> okay, sorry, Martina, you were uh, uh, Oliver will be like, I don't think he had anything like that on his phone. <sighs> okay, that's a shame. He used to say he never lost, lost anything, because the ghosts would show him where they were. So oh. I, I can't imagine. So he's where we were looking for. Okay, got it. Um. Well then, I'm gonna talk between my group. Um. <clears throat> so doing a huddle. Yeah, we're gonna. Huddle. This is like an obvious huddle. Yeah, but this is an yeah. obvious okay. huddle. Cool. Right. So we are gonna go into the ice, right? Yes. Do we want to talk to Katarina first? Ooh, who's that? Oh, uh, but we promised to go right now. When um, Olivia says, uh, "Who's that?" Elda looks at Matilda. And then back to Livian is like, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, language, 
But I believe you. She did tell us she kind pretty indir- pretty directly actually she wanted us dead. So. She's wait what? She's weird. She's horrible. She called. Okay. Yeah, I don't like her. So I, we definitely need to talk to them. Not now. This is more important. You think she's gonna help us? We need us? to go. We need to go. I, okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I don't think it's negotiable. Right. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Oliver. We're going now. We will do everything we can to bring Philip back. Okay, awesome. so I have all my weapons with me, to be clear. My grenade launcher, to be exact. I'm not going to use it yet because I don't want to kill Philip accidentally, but it sure would be nice to know that Philip's not there so I could just boom, 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 boom. Right. Oh, by the way, have you left the building right now? Yes. Okay, I'm going to look at my phone to see what time it is. Yeah, it's 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 like a seven. It's almost seven. Oh my the god. The sun is just starting to, like, maybe rise a little bit. You know that it's going to be until, like, nine, ten, until it's fully risen. Oh Welcome to God. living by the by right. the north circle, the podal circle. <laughs> I was going to say the north arc of the sun, yeah. Oh, I will say, as you leave, I think Oliver will run out after you. Oh. And he'll, he'll be like, I'm coming with you. Do you have any weapons? He holds up his fists like this. You're staying. Okay, you're staying. No, I'm absolutely not. I'm going to get Philip. Either I'm going with you or I'm going alone. And Dan wants me to go with you. Oliver, you're you're going to die. There's a chance we could die. And we have weapons. Which means that you will absolutely die. If there is even a chance that I can save Philip, I'm going to take it. Okay, here's this. How about this? How about you stand guard while we go into the ice? That is a very important job, actually. Roll manipulate person. <laughs> okay, thank you. Can I get help from somebody? I think Eldav wants to help because she does feel a little bit bad about, like, about saying that Oliver's family doesn't love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh! Not to his face, but like it's the teen thing of like, oh god, I regret saying that now. Basically, she's gonna grab Oliver by the shoulders and she's she'll mm-hmm. say, "Look, adults don't know shit." I do. My mom knows shit. Trust her. Alright, roll help person. I don't think that this counts towards saving Philip, necessarily. This is like saving Oliver, which is like adjacent, but a different issue. Yeah. Right. So I'm not gonna say you get your plus one for help this. Out. Yeah, so I roll plus cool, which I'm bad at because Elda is an erotic teen and has... Of course. But that's still a pretty good roll. That's a seven. So you you open yourself up to possible danger if Olivia fails. So get a plus one from me. And a minus one from me. Mm-hmm. So it balances. So that's a five. Oh, she's <laughs> gonna come with. Nice. Uh, remember, by the way, that you can use luck points, I think not to redo rolls, but to up them. I you, can, you can make them count to 12. Oh, oh, one luck point makes it a 12? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll use that. So let me, real quick for the audience, uh, luck points, every player has three of them. They can use... Oh, no, can you clarify that in this game we have three of them? Yeah, 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 in this game. You can use your luck points to make rolls count as a 12, or you can use them to avoid all harm from, like, a f- a, an attack or something like that. Uh, when you run out of luck, your luck turns, and the GM gets to be way meaner to them, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right now, you're using one luck point to turn this from a 5 to a 12. I have a question. Uh-huh. If I fail, but I still lose a luck point, do I get experience? No. Okay, cool. Thank you, Rio. <laughs> Well, I think what I said was the role, and then yeah, 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 it was. was sort of added onto it. Yeah, you said stand guard. That's an important job. 
And he looks super torn, but I think he looks at you, uh, Elda, Mm -hmm. and he's like, adults don't know shit. You understand, it's it's so important that we get Philip back. It's more important than anything that we get him back. Do you understand? Yes, I'll get your boyfriend back. God, (laughs) just let me go. Let us get out there. He goes bright red, and he's like, he's not not my my boyfriend. He's just... Okay, your friend back. Okay, let's go. Okay, I'll stand guard. Now, you shout if you see Philip, okay? You shout Olivia. Olivia? That's your name? Okay. Yes. What are your other people's names? Matilda. Great. I'll I'll shout for one of you. Right. Okay, cool. Let's go in then. So, yeah, he runs with you and then he runs out on kind of a pier that's like on the beach. So he can be like slightly further out, Mm -hmm. but not be on the ice. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile. So we keep walking until we pass the cabinet and then we keep going even past that. I think you're going to need a roll to find the cabinet again. And I think the roll is going to be, okay, act under pressure. So basically what happens as you step out onto the ice, it's... When before, when you had the rope tied behind your back, you had this kind of like anchor point where you, you always knew what that one direction was, you know, like one direction back. Mm-hmm. But now, as you step onto the ice, there's this immediate feeling of vertigo, like you're standing right on the precipice of something great and unknown. And as you take, like, as soon as you start, all start walking out towards the direction where you think the cabinet was... And the mist envelops you, and you very quickly start to lose sense of direction out here. It's like you're walking on a mirror, or like a like a completely like void surface. Mm-hmm. You don't know which way is up or down, barely. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna need a roll, act under pressure, roll from from one of you to find your bearings and find the place the the creatures hoard. So I think it makes most sense for Dylan to do this since. Matilda was the one that went out there first. Absolutely. I also have a question. Since I have the person with the plan, can I use my hold to be where I need to be prepared and ready? Ooh. You sure fucking can. Hell yeah. Does that that says that says you though. That doesn't say the party. That's true, but I think they're gonna follow me. I do also want to remind Battlefield Awareness. You always know what's happening around you and what to watch out for. The thing is, there's nothing happening around you. Okay. Uh, it's just like an empty space. Okay. And also, you're in an area right now that has like the ability of being confusing. So I'm going to say that your battlefield awareness isn't enough to got it, got it, got keep it. track of everything Understood. here. So Matilda's ability? So Matilda, uh, you can use your ability, but I think you're going to be alone. It's only going to work for you. What do you guys think? I can't. I am good at acting under pressure. And you could help me out since you're like there. Like, maybe by, like, shouting. Though that could also give away us our location and, like, put us in danger. It might be worth it. I don't know. Sure. I think maybe maybe you'll lose us accidentally by walking too fast. Hell yeah. Okay. So are you gonna do it? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. So, you use your ability to be where you need to be. You're all walking on this misty, flat surface, and you start seeing kind of the shadow of a person walking in the distance, and you're like, oh shit, that might be Philip. Mm -hmm. So you, like, kind of unconsciously take off in slightly different of direction than the other people who didn't catch sight of this. Right. And you walk into the mist alone. I walk like two or three steps and I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you you two, while you're like talking amongst yourself and being like, oh, which way should we go? You what? just look up and you realize that like, oh shit, 
Uh, Matilda's gone. Wait, 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 M- Matilda? M- oh, Matilda! No. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Can I roll act under pressure? Yeah. Okay, can I get help out? Would you like to help out, Elda? I mean... Do you think you would be helping out in any way at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I didn't think that was going to be a yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, uh, no, deal with this with yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, give me your help out roll. Yeah. That's yeah. a... Is, do I get a forward? Yes. You are looking for Philip. Cool. So that brings... My, that neutralizes my minus one. <laughs> uh-huh. And I get a nine. So like... Oh, hell yeah. Plus one to your roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Yeah. I got a 12. Oh, Holy nice. shit. When you act under pressure, roll plus cool. On a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. So what happens? Even without Matilda there to guide you... You're able to like find some footprints in the snow, which are from when Matilda last went out to this um, big horde thing. So you're able to follow them pretty much all the way to the same place where Matilda described and, and where she took those pictures. You see the, the yellow cabinet with like <laughs> painted flowers on it. You see like a half of a microwave that like just barely peeks up above the mm-hmm. ice. Mm-hmm. A bunch of random shit, like sofa cushions. Mm. There's this strange feeling in the air of... There's this 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 very gross smell hanging in the air around here. It smells like meat that's gone bad. I mean, you, Olivia, you can narrow it down further. It smells like decaying flesh and like... like like bodies. Oh no. Elda, you you're not you can't go that deep, but you do the smell rancid mm-hmm. and it's it's very gross and it's very strange too because up out on this ice it's kind of felt like your all of your senses were dulled mm-hmm. up until now and now this wave of like gross decay smell hits you head on. Right. Also, um Elda, yep. you remember from the photo that Matilda took. Mm-hmm. Of the cabinet, that you remember that there were like spices in there, mm-hmm. and, and you think it'd be really fucking cool to take one of these spices and like have it as kind of a souvenir of this monster horde thing. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. You could you could like take it home and like put it on a shelf, and you could like take pictures yeah, of like it and put it on like my first media. mission. Yeah, hell yeah. So that is your dark dark force mm-hmm. influencing you to make do self destructive behavior. Do I notice this? You don't notice that they think about it. Depending on what they do, you might be able to take action. What do you do? So it says. If I do what it asks, I mark experience. And if I don't, my powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery. Or until mm-hmm. I cave. I guess if I use my powers to get to that, that feels like it's still in line with like the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the thing wants you to take this. Yeah, so... so it, it's gonna help you take it. Yeah. And I can interfere with a hunter, giving them minus one forward. You do that to your own mother? I jinx my mom. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna steal spices. <laughs> okay, you're t- <laughs> acting like any teenager would not do that. I don't know, I was a weird teenager. <laughs> okay, so I'm rolling plus weird. Uh, that's a... keep rolling high, I wanna fail sometimes. <laughs> 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 that's a ten. I get to oh, hold two, so I... Inter- what a shame. Yeah, I don't... You want to take a minor fortune fallout? Th- this is exactly that. I keep rolling too <laughs> well in these games. It's 
awful. Anyway, it's unfair. Yeah, it's super unfair. <laughs> you get a minus one forward to like your next roll. Okay. And then I go for the uh thing. What would my roll to notice this whole thing? Well, you have battle awareness. Well, you though. have your notice thing on the battlefield. Yeah. So you definitely notice that they're doing this. Okay. And I think if you want to be able to stop them, that would be either manipulate someone if you want to talk them down. <laughs> no. Or act under pressure if you want to, like, physically stop them. I'll act under pressure. All right. Don't you get two hold, Rio? I get two hold. I mean, I guess I could give you minus two forward in that case. Yeah, you could. Okay. Cool. So that cancels out my plus two cool. Nice. So this is a straight roll. Straight? That's a nine. In my podcast? So, for the audience, when you act under pressure, roll plus cool. On a ten plus, you do what you set out to do. On a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Anonymous, things go to hell, but things haven't gone to hell yet. <laughs> you, got a, you got a nine, right? Yep. Yes. Fuck. A worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. I do think at the same time... As you realize that Elda is that that Elda is like going for the spices, you notice like a shadow in the corner of your eye, and you know because of your battlefield instincts that whatever that is, if you like go to stop Elda, it's gonna take you catch you off guard. So you have a choice: you can either go stop your child from stealing from a big monster, or you can, like, prepare yourself and, like, get ready to defend you two from this attack. Fuck me, I'm gonna protect my child. Which one of them is that? Both of them are kind of protecting your yeah, child. Yeah, that's true. Are you gonna pull your child away from the cabinet or protect both of you? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Uh-huh. I'm gonna shoot them with the fucking grenade launcher. God bless. Yay. All right. Elda, you get your spices. Hell yeah. I mark one experience. (laughs) So, several things happen. You get, because you're prepared, you turn around to face the thing with your grenade launcher, and you see the shadow that the other people... This is the first time you see it. And you can see it kind of up close. It's not, like, it's still, like, a ways away from you. But in comparison to what the other people saw, which is just, like, a blurry shadow, this is more like, almost like a hill... It's a hunched over beast with like glowing eyes and just really like gross, decaying flesh that's kind of like built on top of like itself into almost like it's half creature, half building. And you can see that like the the outside of its skin kind of glistens with like gold and silver and and all these like precious metals and it, it's it has like frying pans and like fancy like table legs and shit just kind of fused to its form gosh and it opens its mouth to do something and it's just this like giant mouth like the 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 length of its mouth is like your height. Can I try to blast the grenade into its mouth? It, it wouldn't like matter. This this game doesn't have like weak points. Okay, <laughs> or it cool. Does but you know yeah you can you can shoot for the mouth but it's not gonna like. This is kick some ass, right? Yeah. Yeah, this kicks some ass. Please roll kick some ass. 
That's a nine. Let me read the the text for kick some ass, because this is going to get used later. (laughs) Uh, Kick some ass. This is used when you're fighting something that's fighting you back. When you get into a fight and kick some ass, roll plus tough. On any success, i.e. total of seven or more, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. This usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon and your enemy the, your enemy inflicts their attack harm rating on you. You can take seven harm before you die. And then if you roll a 10 plus, you get to choose one extra effect. But you don't. So you, you're going to do damage to it and it's going to do damage to you. Uh, so what are you... Uh, how, what is the, the, the damage of your grenade launcher? It's four harm, far... Yeah. Area, messy, loud, and reload. Whatever those tags okay, mean. Well, well f- foreign, foreign area just means that it like shoots at like a an area, like it's an AOE, and and far means that you can shoot it from a distance, which you are currently doing. So for harm, if you would, you would you like to first describe how you shoot this thing? Sure. I realize that when I realize that Elda is about to pick something up, and I know that that's not going to end up, that's going to have some dangerous consequences. I turn to sort of go and stop them, but then as I'm turning from in the corner of my eye, I notice a shadowy figure, as you said, and I immediately turn back. I hesitate as I'm deciding what's more important here, what's more likely to do more harm here, and then I immediately pull to the front my grenade launcher from, from my back, and I shoot at it into its mouth. Because it's it was growling at me or whatever it was doing. Yeah, it opened its mouth. Yeah. Um, I hear a lot of the clink clanks mm-hmm. of whatever things uh, that are attached to it. Some things maybe drop or something. At the same time as you fire your grenade, this thing will break out into like almost like a howl, and it's so loud that it like shakes you down to the core jesus christ it's like an airplane just took off right in front of you it's the sound that in like of of pure malice and covet and like greed it's this like very it's like gripping after everything that you are and trying to pull it along with it and like amass you in its massive collection of stuff and you take three harm, and I'm going to need you to roll Act Under Pressure. Twelve. Uh, okay, so you, and you feel something tugging at the back of your mind, but you shut it down immediately. You're like, no, this is, this is, I'm, I need to be stay, I need to stay in the here and now. Okay. You're able to shake off whatever thrall this thing tried to put you under. Oh, and remember, if you have armor, you should, like, Remove that from your harm that you took. Oh, okay, yeah, I have one armor. Meanwhile, Elda, mm-hmm. right as this thing howls, you grab onto something from this cabinet. What do you take? Uh, I'm gonna say it's a jar of uh, lemon pepper. All right, yeah, you you take this 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 jar. What a good seasoning. Yeah, it's a good seasoning. Right, you you grab onto this cold jar. It's it's fucking freezing. <laughs> it's been out in them in yeah. like in, in like the freezing cold well, for like it won't be for long. And basically, as soon as you take it, the howl happens, mm-hmm. and it's not targeted at you, but you feel like you know the vibe when like you go in somewhere and like it's very obvious that you're like not supposed to be there, like you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. 
You feel like you were caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Cool. <laughs> you feel so fucking, like, judged and, like, seen and, like, you did something horrible. But you also feel, in your heart of hearts, you feel, fuck yeah, I stole those spices. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I am a fucking boss and this thing has nothing on me. Is Matilda here? Matilda is not here. Matilda is doing something. I, I start saying it like you did. <laughs> Uh, Matilda is um, having something else happen to her, and I think we're gonna like. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's let's leave y'all there for now, and let's go f- see what Matilda is doing. Okay. So Matilda, you saw someone like walk in the in the fog. Yes, I'm following that. You catch up after a while. They're not walking particularly fast. They seem to be uh, shivering a great deal and like kind of like limping almost. And you see. A young man with pale skin, freckles, and light brown hair, same color as Dan's. Uh, he's wearing, like, an apron and basically a t-shirt and, like, jeans. Mm-hmm. And he does not, he's not, like, dressed for this weather. He's he's shivering horribly. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, do I have any extra clothes on me? Like, in my bag? Did you bring a bag? I mean, I imagine I brought a bag with most of my weapons. I, if you think that your character would carry around extra clothes, then, then yeah, sure. I think there might be, like, a really thin blanket that's entirely not enough. One of those that you can, like, fold into a tiny square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's it helps a little, but mostly just from the wind. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, are you are you who are you? Are you Philip? I think he kind of like moans, but doesn't like verb say anything, and his voice is horribly like weak and like cracks. Oh no, he just kind of makes a sound. Okay, are there any visible injuries on him? No, I mean uh, his fingers are blue. Okay, but he's not like visibly. He's not bleeding or anything. But his fingers, the tips of his nose, okay. spots on his cheeks. Okay, I'm gonna do my best to, now that I have him, start taking him back. He's walking and, like, kind of mumbling to himself. He's mumbling, like, where is it? How, where, what, what's happening? Where are you taking me? Where, why do you want me to, to go you here? You need to go somewhere warm. I don't understand. Why, why did I, did I do something wrong? Did I, did I do something to offend you? I didn't mean to no, do you anything haven't. to offend you. I just. You're okay. You just need to get warm. You're you're freezing. And he, he doesn't even seem to be really registering that you're talking to him. He seems to be looking around wildly and talking to something that you can't really see in the mist. Uh, can I roll read a bad situation? Absolutely, you can. Okay. This seems like a situation that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I'd agree. Seems like it to me. Oh my fucking god, I rolled a three plus two. Read a bad situation. When you look around and read a bad situation, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, hold 3, and on a 7 to 9, hold 1. One hold can be spent as to keep one of the following questions. Okay. Alright. On a miss, you might misread the situation. For example, everything's fine here. It'll be totally safe to go investigate alone. Or you might reveal tactical details to your enemies, which means the keeper can ask questions about okay. you. You're like, this This boy is clearly deluded, mm-hmm. and he's going to, like, walk, like, he's gonna catch his death out here. I need to, like, physically grab him and basically, you know, steer him back to, okay. like, to the beach, basically, before he, like gets hypothermia and and okay so i grab him by the elbow and i start pulling him so as soon as you touch him he screams oh my god like a loud piercing scream and he wrenches his elbow back for you and he like starts 
flailing his arms wildly and will just scream, Get away from me! Do we hear this? No, this is too far away. Okay. And he'll stumble back from you. Well, I get another experience point, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, there's a use magic thing that says communicate with something that you do not share a language with. However, I clearly share a Mm -hmm. language with Philip. Do you think that could work in a state where he just isn't receptive to communication? I think so. That's actually great. Yes. Okay. I, I think that that is precisely what, what, what would work in the situation. That's okay. great. I love that. So I'm going to roll to use magic then. And it also says that... So the spell will take 10 seconds, 30 seconds, or one minute to cast. The spell requires ritual chanting and gestures. The spell requires you to draw arcane, arcane symbols. You need one or two people to help cast the spell. Or you need to refer to a tome of magic for the details. You can say any of those or you can not. So I think this spell requires arcane symbols. Okay. You can draw them in the snow with like your foot or whatever. Yeah, I start scuffing um, Swedish runes, I guess. Nordic runes, I should say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Not Swedish. (laughs) Specifically Swedish runes. No, Swedish specifically. Uh, No, I start sketching Nordish. You just write an O. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one of the symbols I write is definitely just an O. (laughs) So Philip is stumbling back from you, but he's also screaming at the top of his lungs. Mm -hmm. So you you can like keep track of him. Okay. He's not, you're not going to lose him. You scuff this thing in the ice and you just get this feeling like you're encroaching on someone else's turf. Mm -hmm. Whatever is the master of this ice does not like that you are casting magic on its On its its ice, yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, well, I'm going to roll my 2d6 to see how this spell goes. God damn it, I rolled a two. You do have luck. (laughs) I'm going to use a luck point. Uh, all right, so please tell me what this looks like. I sketch the runes into the ground, and it's kind of like Philip's running away, so I'm kind of like walking and mm-hmm. also doing it and moving forward towards yeah. him while I mark these runes in the snow. And I think I say a few words under my breath, and then I think suddenly it feels like something has changed. Maybe the mist around us clears just a little, as if it's mm-hmm. easier for us to communicate. And then I tell Philip, Philip, we need to get back to town. You're going to freeze to death out here. Yeah, so I think you say those words and they, they come out a lot more confident and like safe and like you know, just generally like comforting than what you probably usually are able to say mm-hmm. with like the written word or whatever. Right. And they, you catch Philip's attention a little bit. He like startles and, and turns and he lifts open up his hands and like removes uh, a pair of like knitted mittens that he's wearing. Uh, and he starts to sign to you in sign language, uh, Swedish sign language. And because of the spell that you just did, you can understand him, even though I'm not sure if you, you the person uh, Matilda would know sign mm-hmm. language, would you? I don't think so. All right, yeah. Well, you still know what he said, and and he'll basically extremely shakily will sign. Who are you? Where are we? I don't know you. I'm Matilda. We're out on the ocean. It's frozen over. I'm sorry, but we need to get back now. It's not safe here. My friends, they they told me to come out here, and I don't understand. It's there's nothing here. Uh, I can't just. I they wouldn't bring me out here for no reason. There has to be something. I think there is something, but regardless, you are freezing to death. 
I think whatever they want you to do can wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save roll another manipulate person, uh, and take a plus one forward because of the spell that you did. Because he, like, appreciates the comfort in your voice. Okay, got it. <sighs> Dylan! So that's a charm roll? Yes. Okay, so that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Thank god. Because <laughs> I thought I had minus one to charm, but I have a, a zero. Okay. So I rolled a six. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. I think he will look at you and he'll extremely shakily. You can see that the tips of his fingers are like red and starting to have frost form on them and he's shaking very badly. Uh, And he signs, Who are you, Matilda? Where did you come from? You're not from the town. I've never met anyone from out of town before. Why, Why are you here? Tell me the truth. I'm here because I didn't think it was safe here. I thought something was wrong. Everything was just a little too quiet here. There's something deeply wrong with this place. I agree. I I never saw it before, but I do now. I think the thing that keeps us safe is sick. Maybe it's always been sick. I'll, I'll go with you, but I this thing needs to die. And the rule of Katerina needs to die with it. Okay. If you can make sure that that happens, Matilda, I'll go with you back to the beach. I'll give my life to this cause. He will nod at you, and he will take a step towards you again. Oh, oh, and don't touch me. Sorry. And then I think we start fucking booking it. Book it as fast as you can with a a frostbitten uh, 18-year-old. On ice. Who's, like, catching his death on the ice. Yeah. He will accept your blanket, though. Okay, yeah. We are gonna leave you there. Okay. And while you are escorting this, escorting Philip back to to the beach, we are going to check back with Elda and uh, Olivia. I have a question. What does reload mean exactly? This weapon has limited ammunition and may run out and need to be reloaded. May. May. What does may mean? Yeah, I don't know how many. How much? ammunition does a grenade launcher usually have a great question <laughs> okay let's i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this the next time you get a partial success you're gonna be out of ammo partial success like a seven to nine yeah like the next time like you get like a a worse outcome that a worse outcome is gonna be like you can shoot but you run out of ammo okay i'll take that thank you mm-hmm. elda sees that there's a huge fucking angry spirit charging their mom and that's Seems like a bad. It is a bad. Uh-huh. I think Matilda uh, taught you that's generally a bad thing. And you know what you do when you you see a bad? What do you do when you see a bad? You use your dark, cool teen powers on it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Go to town. I want to hex, which is, I use magic and I get, like, more options to do when I use magic. I'm gonna roll plus weird and cast a spell to hex this thing. Yeah. Uh, that's an... Eight. Uh, it works imperfectly. Choose an effect and a glitch. The effect that I'm gonna pick is the target immediately suffers harm. It's two harm, magic, ignore armor. And the glitch I get is you take one harm, ignore armor. And I guess you can describe how that ha- how my glitch happens. So first of all, please tell me what it looks like when you cast magic or when you cast this spell. Yes, when I hex something, I pull out my cool, fiery Satanist amulet. Fuck yeah! And I say like, usually I say an insult, but I I don't think Elda knows how to insult a greed spirit. Right. They hold up the amulet and they yell, "Just fucking leave us alone." <laughs> creative 
And you see, like, it radiates weird energy, and then the spirit looks uncomfortable, as uncomfortable as a weed spirit built out of, like, offerings can look. Yeah, its entire body, like, shudders, and the the smell of decay gets worse in the air. When you're doing this, you're dipping into this kind of, like, well of power within you that your your dark, like, magic um, patron thing Mm -hmm. is, like giving you and because you just stole this really cool mm-hmm. jar like you're feeling really good about yourself you're like really confident mm-hmm. and and so you take a little bit more of the magic than maybe you needed for this one spell and as soon as you like cast it it's like you ever get one of those instant headaches where it's just like from zero to ow fuck I have a migraine yeah. it's like that you can practically feel your ears ringing mm-hmm. from it like as your, your your the extra magic kind of like festers in your in you and like deals one harm to you Thanks. you have an awful you have an awful headache now mm. so how much damage does this do to the creature two damage and it's magic and also ignore armor ooh alright so it shakes with the force of this magic and both of you feel the weight of an irate being of immense power just like fully turn towards you. Turn towards you, Edla, mm-hmm. in specific. Cool. All right. So as far as I understand combat, the monsters don't really do damage. Like they don't really have turns in this. It's like you, you're going to have turns. And then whenever you deal damage to the monster, the monster is going to deal damage to you. Yeah, sort of like heart. So it's yeah. um, it's your turn now, Joey. Okay, yeah. When I real noticed that uh, Elda got a weird headache, the mm. only possible assumption I could have is that the creature did something to them. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you! Don't fucking touch my child!" And I'm gonna do the grenade again. All right, you roll that uh, hit die. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. That's a 12. Oh, nice. All right. You shoot it. You shoot it real good. (laughs) Yeah. You fucking blast that thing with a grenade. That's four harm once again. Yeah, on a 10 plus, you can choose one extra effect from the table. Can you read it to me? Yes. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm. Or you force them where you want them. I'll, I'll take the forward plus one. So at this point, it has moved significantly closer to you. As you shoot it, it feels like you're being consumed by it. It feels like, like your essence is being consumed by this thing as it like approaches. And it will take four harm and you will take... Two harm. So I take one harm, okay. Somehow I'm still not unstable. Oh, thank God. Oh, and, uh, for the audience, once you take four harm, you become unstable. Okay. Yeah. And once you have seven harm, you're dying. Elda, would you like to make your move? Elda is gonna be like, look at this thing, and like, mm-hmm. this is way above her pay grade, their pay grade. This is like their, mm-hmm. let's go on a training mission and see how you perform mm-hmm. and I really wanted to come with mom and see what she does at work and this is the worst bring your child to work day ever Valid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they yeah. will yell mom run and start running the- themselves alright so as I run I want to roll plus one weird to jinx the target well okay wait one mm-hmm. second if you're gonna be casting magic and running, I think you need to do act under pressure to like focus on both yes. of those things. That's fair. That's fair. Because you're also panicking from the yes. big fucking thing yes. that's on the ice. Yes. So. I I think the focus is gonna be on casting the magic and less on like running, but like they're scram. Basically, they're trying to scramble away. 
at this mm-hmm. point. But okay. yeah, okay. I can still roll to act under pressure to see like how far away I get. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. So that's plus cool, which is minus one. Oh, boy. <laughs> makes sense. That's a five. Oh, shit. I get experience. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you want to use your luck? No. No? I okay. am fucking this up so bad. It's... <laughs> God bless. So, Elda. Mm-hmm. As you're running, you're not really looking where you're going. You're like trying to scramble to grab your amulet, and you're like trying to think of oh shit, what are the like trying to grab on your power. Your head hurts, like it's pounding. Mm-hmm. You can barely think. You're also riding riding this weird adrenaline high from stealing that spice earlier. So it's just like your <laughs> every emotion. Things are really weird for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time as you manage to grab onto your necklace you kind of slip and what you realize is that you haven't slipped you haven't slipped on the ice necessarily you've slipped on what looks to be like a crack in the ice oh. the, the roar of this creature was so high you know so deep and so powerful that it has cracked the ice and you slip and fall on a crack and you like kind of like slip all the way down into the icy water in the icy salt water cool so yeah uh how you doing bud uh i mean not great I've been better. Uh-huh. Also, you weren't able to cast the spell either. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I assume that. I assume that. I think as I start running towards Elda, am I able to attack, shoot, sort of like hold my, uh, my fucking launcher as I'm running? Are you trying to sh- run backwards and also shoot? So I'm running sort of sideways and also shoot, yeah. I'm gonna need an act under pressure from you so you don't also slip and fall into the ice. Yeah. <laughs> what would a seven mean? A seven is a partial success. I'm gonna give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Okay, in that case, I'm gonna use my ability Ball It, it Up, mm-hmm. which says if you want, you can take up to plus three bonus when you act under pressure. For each plus mm. one you use, the keeper holds one. The hold can be spent later, one for one, to give you minus one on any move except act under pressure. Hmm. So, I'm going to add plus three to this, making it a ten. Sorry, I'm just writing down in my notes. Three hold to fuck over Joe later. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> All right, so you do ten plus. You do what you set out to do. So now I kick some ass? Yeah, you now kick some. you now kick some ass. Okay. Now you know that, like, no matter what, you're not going to fall into the water. Okay. Yes, you do. Would it be really mean to you if I gave you minus one right now? It would be, but <laughs> yeah. you absolutely can. I'm going to. You're going to? I mean, we're, like, in the final fight. Like, when else am I going to use it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like. Okay, in that case, yeah, I rolled a five, which makes... Oh, well. Well, I rolled a six. Yeah, and with okay. your minus one, it's a five, so a five. I still fail. Kick some ass. This is used when you're fighting something that's fighting you back. Blah, blah, blah. On a miss, you get your ass kicked instead. You suffer harm or get captured, but don't inflict any harm back. So, as you're running to Elda, uh, you get hit by another one of those draining. It's like he's. It's like that this creature is sucking in your soul with, with through through its mouth, but like almost like a yawn, like it's just dragging part of you into itself. And you take two harm. 
while you're running. I'm unstable. Cool. What does that mean? What does it mean? It says that your injuries worsen over time uh, until they're stabilized. Uh, does that mean like she'll continue to take like minus one damage per turn? Uh, they like... will get worse unless treated. So be- I'm I'm gonna assume that it's like. Right. I think it's a longer turn thing. So if you spend yeah. like hours without getting treatment, it's going to mm-hmm. add one. I got time. it. Yeah. Yeah. So you you take like a step and all of a sudden like your vision starts swimming you get like black spots you're you're out of breath even though you've never been out of breath like for ages like you really you really like you have good constitution and you start to feel very faint but you keep going cuz your goddamn child is in danger and you're going to goddamn get them uh, out and I'm not going to make you roll another act under pressure. You are able to run to Elda and grab them and like yank them out of the water. Okay, good. That's worth it then. All right, so now, uh, Matilda, mm-hmm. you hear the loudest roar you've ever heard in your life. And Philip next to you freezes and goes... It's what we need to kill. We need to get away from yes, it. Yes, you need to get away from it. All right, you have two mm-hmm. options. You can let Philip go by himself to the shore, mm-hmm. or you can uh, escort Philip and not pursue the sound. Okay. Oliver was there. Yes, Oliver was there. Oliver is there, but they're not quite at Oliver yet. No. He doesn't okay. know any of this. He's yeah. just standing by, like, keeping a lookout. Philip, can you make it back on your own? I don't know. Maybe. Uh... What if I get lost again? Okay, I'll come with you. I'll, I'll bring you back to the shore. Oliver is waiting. Ol- o- Oliver? Fucking gay. He looks happy and also like kind of terrified and he's like is he okay he's fine he's worried about you <laughs> oh you two need to have a talk anyway what What do you mean what about You're about how good friends yeah. you are <laughs> he he's like i don't know no he doesn't he doesn't like me like that it's, he might it's not it's i gonna... we implied you two might be interested and he blushed so well yeah but that's because that's he was uncomfortable it could be he, he i'm sure he doesn't think of me like that i stupid i understand <laughs> I won't force anything, but it's a good idea. Anyway, we need to be going. <laughs> yeah, he he'll he'll okay. follow you. Cool. You you hear more distant like roaring sounds, but you you you're walking yes. away from it and and I'm calling for Oliver the whole time. At, at a certain point, you hear a, a shout back of like Matilda. Yes, I have Philip. Did you find him? Oh, thank God! And Philip will go. Will go, Oliver, with very like broken voice, and he'll start like running in the direction of of Oliver. Okay, they'll figure it out. I go the other way. Um, I think <laughs> as, as he notices you like turn to go the other way, he's gonna turn around and and go. Thank you. I hope you can find peace, and then continue okay. running towards Oliver. And yeah, you are able to begin the journey back towards this fucking roaring big thing. However, you're not going to get no. there quite yet because I didn't go didn't there immediately, so it doesn't do work it. that way. So back to Elda and Olivia. Mm-hmm. The ice is cracking around you, Elda. You are frozen to the bone. Cool. I think any action from you right now is going to take a keep calm uh, like a, a keep your cool just to like do it i mean i'm keeping my cool i'm s- cold <laughs> as fuck ice cold bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe a little bit too cool for this school i need to lose my cool oh. <laughs> you need to keep your cool to lose your cool mm-hmm. also 
Olivia, you don't feel so good. Oh no. You are you 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 are pretty severely hurt at this point. Yeah, I am. Who wants to make a move? Okay, so clearly running was a bad option because it means you fall into the ice. Using magic still hasn't gone bad, so I'm going to try and use some magic. All right, I'm going to need to keep cool yep. from uh, keep your cool from you first so Act under can... pressure, you mean? Yeah, that one. Thank you. Eight. All right, that is a partial success. Okay, ice. Luck. Is it? Oh. Luck time. Oh, luck time. How many? Do you, you have one luck left, right? I have not used any luck. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have two luck left. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. I want you to be doomed. Come on. And <laughs> my spooky special, which is when I mark off luck boxes, uh, my dark side's needs will get nastier. Oh, heck, oh, heck yeah. I get even more mood swings, self-destructive tendencies, and poor impulse control. Good. Cool. Yeah, anyway, so that's that. I'm going to cast, I'm going to use magic. I'm gonna use a luck point because I, that was a snake, guys. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> the more magic size issues, choose your effect. I'm gonna choose to do one thing that is beyond human limitations, Ooh. which is the vaguest thing ever, and it's great because that means I get to decide. Exactly. And yeah. the thing is, I want to pull myself out. Oh, you're up, up, you're, you're not in the water anymore. Your, your mom got you out. Right. But I'm like, I'm. St- oh, stand up. Yes. Like, pull myself right. up. These shivers and everything that's fucking everything up. I want to mm-hmm. temporarily like just get over them and force myself towards the shore, but like just to get away because I don't want to be here anymore. This is awful. Yeah, you get up, you're able to like fucking gnaw adrenaline, fucking floods your body. You feel like everything is acting, everything around you is happening in slow motion. The ice is cracking in slow motion, and you're just able to like put your feet where the ice hasn't cracked yet and like walk. And uh, Matilda, you see someone distantly approaching you. This way! This way! Elda, you hear someone shout this way. Yeah. Meanwhile, Olivia, what are you doing? Once I realize that Matilda is there to catch, to sort of take (laughs) Elda back... I don't think you see that. I don't. Because they're like... Uh, Matilda is farther away in the fog than you can see. Okay. Elda um, just caught sight of her, so... So, I am walking with Elda, just to make sure that okay. they're at at the shore, but once I realize that Matilda is there, I will leave them, and then I'm gonna take out my... So, I'm assuming my grenade launcher is out of ammo, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna take out my revolver. I'm not and... sure it's out of... I, th- I actually think you got it waterlogged when you were trying to get, okay. your, get your child, but Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, once mm. I try to shoot it again and realize that it, it's not working, I'm just going to mm. throw it to the side. And I'm going to take out my revolver and shoot with that. Cool. This thing is almost like undulating at this point. It's shivering all over the place. It's hitting the, the ice, cracking it, and then like refreezing it as it touches it. it the vibe you get is like a temper tantrum, almost. Mm. Okay. It's just kind of smashing everything. It's like smashing furniture and like throwing like TVs and, and like kettles and chairs. Not necessarily at you, just like in general. And uh, feel free to shoot it. <laughs> That's a seven. Partial success. You do the damage and it does damage to you. And you don't get to choose an extra effect. I'm going to use a luck point. Okay, so you do get to choose an extra effect. I, I choose an extra effect and I give it more damage. Oh, right. You have a plus one forward. I haven't used it yet. Okay, well, you can... Like, if that would help you not have to do the luck, you can use it. It wouldn't, because it was okay, a well, seven. Then you can use luck anyway. But it is plus one forward and not ongoing, so it does go away. Oh! Yeah, it's just like, when it's forward, it's just only the next roll. Oh, it wouldn't help me, so unfortunately yeah, it, it has to go away. That's a shame. 
Uh, well, I'm gonna give it more harm. So, how much harm do you do to it? Well, three, isn't it? Because I can give it one extra one. harm. Oh, yeah, does your, does your thing do two damage normally? Yes, it does two dam- damage normally. Yeah, it takes three harm and roars at you. And this roar is kind of intoxicating in a way. Like, you're so tired right now. And listening to this, it's almost like kind of darkly melodic. Mm-hmm. Like a tune that's played in minor key almost. And you feel this kind of urge to like, I'm gonna lay down your weapons, rest, and I'm gonna need you to roll act under pressure. Okay, that's an eight. I'm gonna say, okay, I'm gonna do price to pay this time. Uh, so you, you're able to avoid being hypnotized by this thing and avoid like giving up fighting entirely. Mm-hmm. But while it has its hold on you, your grip on your gun slackens and loosens, and you drop it into the it. into the ocean. Okay, I'll need to go get it, Eldas. Mm-hmm. You could also just run at it with a knife. No, 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 I don't know if I <laughs> want to do that, to be honest. You, you, no, 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 really? no, not quite. Uh, <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> well, <sighs> option is there. Yeah, okay, and with that, I do believe we're going to hop to Matilda and, and Elda a little bit. Matilda, you see Elda approaching in the in the distance, they are drenched, shivering, and they look. What is where they look like, Rio? They fell down the ice, so they're pretty cold. They're like shivering. They've looked like they've been running in a way that you shouldn't be able to. Oh God! The speed at which they went was like is, mm-hmm. has been immense, and they're yelling like huge spirits and like pointing and like flailing their arm. Oh, bless. remind me, how much harm do you have? I have taken one harm. I don't think. I don't think I took harm from falling down the ice. It just made me bad. It made you need to do act under pressure yeah. to do everything. We need to kill it. I don't. I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to go back? I can't leave your mom alone. I don't want to leave my mom alone either. But I can't do this on my own. I need help. Okay, let's do it. At that point, we're coming back in. I think I'm stepping a little carefully, noticing that the ice is cracked, mm-hmm. probably because you run all weird. Yeah. If okay, so you can get there safely, but it's going to take time and and um olivia is gonna have to like do one entire round again by herself okay okay or you can speed up but that's gonna require an act under pressure roll i'll speed up i'll do it okay oh i rolled a 10 oh cool you make it without perfect issue can i awesome. still use magic or do something this turn uh yeah okay uh, olivia you said you were gonna start like running back towards elda right i want to get elda's gun yeah yeah okay so so yeah so you're able to kind of like meet in the middle there uh, and matilda you're allowed you're able to do a move can i hurl a juju bag at this thing sure i have to roll to kick some ass right mm-hmm. roll to kick some ass okay. please here we go that's a seven. Cool. So you do damage, and it does damage to you, and you don't get to pick a special. How much damage does it do to me? Two damage to you, as it kind of does the same like soul-sucking move that it's been okay. doing to Olivia. You feel, I think you feel it with a bit more like nuance, because you're kind of used to the supernatural, and it, it's like it's like feeding off of your humanity. Oh. Kind of a thing. It's kind of like sucking the mortality and the humanity okay. out of you. I do one harm. Magic. If that does anything, I don't know. Cool. You do one harm. It it roars and like slaps a giant limb towards you and it cracks like the ice going in your direction, but mm-hmm. it doesn't like harm you more than it already has. Got it. Olivia or Elda, would either of you like to do something? I'm going to run up to Elda and say... Are you okay? Why are you coming back? I thought you were gonna go to safety. We can't leave you here alone. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, fine. Elda, give me your gun. I toss it at my mom. Like, or to my oh, mom, bless. not at my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Smack. 
Okay, I grab it and then I'm gonna shoot at the creature again. Go kick some ass, Let's please. kick some ass. Let's kick some ass. That is a motherfucking 12. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. All right, pick an extra effect. Can you list out the extra effects again? Yep. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm. You force them where you want them. I'm going to give a plus one forward to another hunter. I'm going to give that to Elda. So, uh, you deal how many dam- How much damage does your gun deal? Two. Two. It deals two damage. Okay, you shoot at it, and your shot, like, gets stuck in, like, a table that's, like, sticking out of its of this mass, uh, and it splinters the wood, but it doesn't seem to affect the creature. Hmm. What? Its armor is two. Yeah. Yep. Motherfucker. Um, I should have added the armor. Again, Damage. it does this bone-deep kind of howl, and now you're all in range of it. So all of you feel this... This thing kind of pulling at your senses and trying to trying to get into your mind and kind of like take root inside of your mind. And I'm I need everyone to make a act under pressure roll. Eleven. Two. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Oh, perfect! We're all split up. Over I know the we diff- know exactly every effect that it'll have. All right. So Olivia, fucking, you've been through this before. You know what this is. You, you're able to hear the song and you're able to close off your mind to it prematurely. So you don't feel any effects from this whatsoever. Dylan, you feel this thing. It's like it's a message in your head telling you, I am the founder of the city. I am here because I gave my soul so that it would be safe. I I only want to protect those who live here. I am not bad. I am not trying to hurt anyone. Get off of my ice. You feel like a pang of sympathy for this creature and i'm gonna say that you can either try to leave it leave it alone or you can take minus one forward for like the next time you try to attack this thing because you do feel sympathy for its plight it's only trying to help the people of this town and protect and make sure the town prospers so remind me when i saved philip Mm-hmm. He said that this thing was corrupted, but also that it needed to die, right? Yep, sure did. So it was well-meaning, but it still wants to, it still needs to go. That's kind of what you thought. But now you're like, you're starting to feel like maybe this thing does have, you know, a bit of a point. Maybe we don't need to kill it. Maybe we just need to stop bothering it and it'll like calm down and it just keep keep protecting the town, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, clearly that's not the case. That being said, I might actually be convinced in character. Oh yeah, out of character, absolutely. This thing is fucking with your mind. <laughs> Sorry. I, <know. laughs> I am so excited to see what my two did. I can't decide. So Dylan, uh, are you, what do you, what do you, do you want to keep thinking on it while I go to Rio? Yeah, go ahead. So, um, Elda, mm-hmm. you, you are terrified of this thing. Yeah, it sucks. It is horrible you're so scared and a thought enters your mind and that thought is you'd never say it but you're pretty afraid of your dark force Mm -hmm. and this thing you're able to keep the dark force at bay by doing its bidding Mm -hmm. and it gives you magic and it grants you safety Mm -hmm. and you a thought enters your mind of what if this thing spares me if I do its bidding. Mm. And from now on, I would like you to act as though you were on this creature's side. Ugh. Oh, fuck. Nice. Things go to hell. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I want this thing to not be harmed, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I-, I think this is helping, this thing, which is use... Oh, okay, I'm going to use magic. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll plus weird. Mm-hmm. 11. All right, you succeed. So my magic, what I want to do is banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. So basically what I want to do is move it away so that we don't see it and it doesn't get harmed. Like basically I want to, or like, I guess it's maybe not banish, but like, like that's the closest thing I could see in my moves that I can do right now. You th- see, the thing is, that's not what is it wants though. Yeah. And you want to do what it wants. It wants you people to be gone from here so that it can have dominion over its town. Elda's thinking is if they do this, they can convince their mom and mentor that the thing is gone. We can get out of here. Let's, like, leave, and it it will be... Okay, I see what you're doing. Basically try and protect it so that it, the others will assume that, oh, it, like, we must have defeated it. I see. That makes sense, yeah. By the way, how hurt does this thing look? Oh, it's, it's very hurt. Oh, okay. It's less of a mass and more of a roiling wave of stuff. Oh, okay, got oh, it. Also... This is probably just a flavor thing, but I think as they use their magic, grab the jar of lemon pepper and, like, toss it back to the spirit. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, nice. Because they do not want to keep the, yeah. like, they don't want, they don't want to steal from this yeah. thing anymore. Like, it's an offering to try and, like, like, maybe if the magic gets messed up, at least, like, I don't know, it could do something. So you're banishing this thing from the thing that it's, like, tied to. I'm trying to, like, temporarily get it away. So that it looks like we're not going to do any harm to it anymore or like that it's not going to do any harm yeah. and we can get out. I'm going to say that I don't I do not think that your magic alone can banish this yeah, thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like like old, they like... they do not have those that that power. They are 16. Yeah, but I what I I do think what happens is I think a very very thick foil <laughs> foil <laughs> a very very thick fog roils in <laughs> over the ice where you're standing. And, like, this thing makes this, like, a roar, and then it, like, gets covered by the fog. And this is basically just, it's just hidden. But uh, Olivia and uh, Matilda, you don't necessarily know that. I think, Olivia, you have a sense that it's not quite gone yet because of your battlefield ability. But uh, Matilda, for all you know, that thing just faded into the fog and it's gone now. Okay, so I think Matilda has made up her mind in that she is going to try and kill this thing. Because she realized it was going to lead Philip to his death. So it will not be that easy to get her to leave it alone. Me neither. Alright, you do have minus one forward though. Okay, I'm going to cast magic. I am going to cast magic with the intent to heal Olivia. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's a seven. So effect and a glitch. Okay, I'm going to heal one harm. You can still give that um, caveat that I mentioned earlier with like, the spell might require mirrored materials... It might take more time than just instant. Oh, right, yeah. Etc. Stuff like that. I think it takes some weird material, and you basically have to empty your pockets to, like, find all of the weird shit that you keep there, okay. like salt and all that. There's to, like, probably, like... Uh, basically use up your supply mm-hmm. to do this fast. There's probably, like, cotton and a feather I have to find that's, like, really small and I'm digging through. Yeah, and there's also, like, white snow beneath you, yeah, exactly. so have fun with that. Well, good news is I'm no longer unstable. Yes, and then the glitch is... It has a problem side effect um you rummage through your pockets to like find the right things that you need and one of the things that like falls out is like would it like make sense to say that 
uh, Matilda would have like fucked up crystals yes, in her pockets. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that uh, falls out is uh, like a kind of um, it's, 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 an, it's an amber, and as soon as it touches the ground, Elda, you're like gearing up to like try to give a big speech about how like oh we should we should like not hurt the thing because it, it just died mm-hmm. and we should just leave it yeah. alone and and everything will be fine. Uh, and before you can even open your mouth, the full like slimy, grimy decaying fleshy arm shoots out from the fog wall that you created and grabs that amber stone like just grapples for it and then just kind of like puts the hand like over it and it like completely encompasses it in ice uh and you're like oh this thing is not dead actually yeah (laughs) sorry rio yeah no i'm that's fine you accidentally dropped the shiny and the thing really likes shinies. Yes. So, um, Elda, you're like, oh, all of my plans fell apart in front of me. Would you like to act? Yeah, I mean, they were basically, like, as this thing shoots out, they understand that their plan is gonna not work. And do uh, Jinx. And the person who has been doing the most damage to this thing so far is Olivia. Drama. I am your mother! Yeah, and you're gonna get jinxed. Uh, so that's a seven. All right. And a seven on a jinx means I hold one. And the hold I can spend to uh, interfere with a hunter, giving them minus one forward. Which, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so Olivia, the next roll that you you do, you'll have a minus one too. In addition to the, the two minus ones that I can give you at any time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna roll once again with my revolver. To attack, mm-hmm. kick some right. ass, baby. Uh, I'm gonna. S- I don't. I'm not. I'm gonna give you a minus two to this. I'm gonna use one of mine plus Eldas. Yeah. So that's a overall minus three, which brings mm-hmm. it down to a six. No, no. It's uh, no. It's Martina's only using one. Oh, okay. So... And then Elda's using one. Yeah. So you have minus two. Okay. So I rolled a seven. I have plus one to tough. That's an eight. Down to six. But I'm gonna use my last luck point. Ooh. I am doomed. You are doomed. But I just hit a 12. Fuck yeah. So to remind the listeners, being doomed means I get to be really mean. Yes. Basically, and yeah. Practically, that means that any fallout, like any negative consequences that Olivia's gonna face from now on is gonna be way worse than it would have otherwise been. Yep. So I'm gonna give them three damage. And this is three physical damage. Sure, it's, it's my gun. I don't yeah, it's it gun yeah. damage. Three gun damage. <laughs> <laughs> damage type gun. <laughs> Alright, so you blast a hole through this thing. Like, you, you, you take your aim again, and instead of shooting, like, this time you know not to hit the wooden bits, so you try to shoot for a part where it seems to be mainly just rotting flesh, and the rotting flesh parts like you know knife through hot butter um yeah. hot but hot knife through butter you mean <laughs> i mean a knife through hot butter would also do it work. would also be really easy <laughs> it is almost midnight give me a break <laughs> no it's okay i just said really no I'm, I'm joking i'm joking all right and you you shoot a hole straight through it and it makes a roar out of pure suffering and pure like hurt but it's not dead it's not dead Fuck but off. it's you can like it deflates like a balloon it's almost gone matilda you better fucking kill this bitch i swear to god i'll do my best it's going to deal two harm to you again and this time it's because it like shoots out another one of those arms and it like claws you almost like it's like the arm, it shoots out an arm, but the arm has teeth on it, and the teeth take a 
bite out of your like chest. Right. You get like a flesh wound. So two damage does, and but that doesn't ignore armor, right? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm unstable again. <laughs> <laughs> and you're bleeding now, so that's fun. Yeah, and Elda, you feel like panicked, like shit. It's been hurt. Yeah. My, my thing that I want to protect has been hurt. Yeah, my I'm not good enough. Elda, I think your dark force is telling you to take your knife. And stab your mom with it. Oh, fuck. Neat. <laughs> okay, so if I... And if I don't do this, I lose all my cool powers. Correct. Until I... Yep. Until the end of the mystery or until I stab my mom. Correct. I will tell you, your mom is already bleeding from the chest. What's another stab wound gonna do? Okay, so Elda is feeling so many forces, like, trying to influence their mind. They have the dark force thing that's telling them, stab your mom. They have a spirit that's like, you should protect me and get out of here and make sure I can live in peace. But it also, you know, that's their mom and their mom is already really hurt. And they Mm -hmm. barely know how to fight. They don't know how to use a knife properly. And like they grab their knife, lifts it up and then like it's just standing there shaking, like holding it and like trying to fight everything off. Mm Mm-hmm. And yells for everything to, like, just out of my mind. Very well then, Olivia and Matilda. It's my turn, I think. Yeah. Sure. I haven't been keeping track. (laughs) What do you think I am, the game master? You should be, I hope. (laughs) You're the keeper. I'm going to pull out an elaborately decorated knife that has a holy cross on the hilt. And I'm going to run towards this thing and stab it with it. Question, is that knife made of iron? Probably, it's holy. Cool. An eight. Uh, so you, you deal your damage and the thing deals its damage to you. Okay, so it's a two harm knife. Please tell me what it looks like when you go <laughs> run up this big fucking mountain creature and stab it with a knife. So it's kind of like a roiling mess, right? Yeah, at this point it's like kind of melted. It's almost like bubbling on the ground. I'm going to look for anything that's exposed and I'm going to probably plunge my knife into it and then drag it across mm-hmm. any of the exposed places I can get to. Yeah, you you plunge your knife basically into this like undulating mass of rotting flesh and you just like kind of drag it. And as you do, it makes this horrible ear piercing screeching noise as not only do you stab it and hurt it, you stab it with iron, which is one of its deadly weaknesses. Basically under your fingertips, you see it reacts to the holy symbol on your weapon and it lets out this ear piercing screeching sound as you basically undo the the unholy power that's holding this like massive writhing mess of anger passion and greed and covet together there's no soul here there's nothing nothing good nothing protective whatever whatever this thing is it's pure instinct and pure desire and your blade undoes it from the inside, and it just becomes a willless pile of dead flesh and rotting items. And as you do this, there's been like heavy snowfall this whole time, and as you do this, like the snowfall starts to thin, the mist starts to thin, and you turn around and see that the sun is rising Oh, over the village, and everything is silent. Yep. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Uh, Elda, you feel 
like the the compulsion that you felt to kind of help this creature just kind of fade and you just feel incredibly fucking tired yeah i no longer have my spooky powers so that's no, you don't yeah not for a bit because you didn't stab your mom what a cringe loser love you baby <laughs> <laughs> Matilda goes over to Olivia and sees what else she can do to help your wounds. Thank you. Thank you, Matilda. Elda, Elda, are you okay? I think so. Thank God. Everything hurts. Okay. We're alive, though. Let's get somewhere warm. Let's go. Yeah. Do we do an epilogue or do we end it here? Uh, We can fast forward to when you come back to the beach Mm -hmm. because Philip and Oliver are sitting like basically huddled like on the rocks waiting for you. They've got the blanket that Matilda gave Philip over both of their shoulders and they're holding hands. Please tell me they have a thicker one too. No, they haven't like moved. They waited for you to come back. It's much warmer now. I know, but... It is. The sun is coming up. Uh, Oliver is doing that move where, with like Philip's hands, where you, like take them and like blow hot, oh, okay, good. hot air on them, like hold Aww. them as you as you approach. They like stand up and and like wave uh, and yell for you. And Philip yells just Matilda all over because it's the only name he knows. Yeah, <laughs> and Oliver yells all of your names. Uh, and they like we saw what happened. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Philip invites you to stay at the bakery and with their parents because basically Anita's whole thing is she's like trying to get you killed by this creature. Mm-hmm. So they don't want you to go back there. So they you're you're able to take up lodging in the bakery overnight. Uh, Dan gives you warm bread. Ugh, the bill. Lots of like place to sleep. You're able to take baths, calm down, feel better, and you're taken care of until it's time to leave. <gasps> basically. I would like to see what happens with Katarina. In the morning, you can come down to have breakfast and you can see that Katarina has stopped by the bakery and she looks kind of like a mess. Her her like eyes are like teared and, and she looks very regretful over what happened to Philip. Uh, and she tells him that she begged the creature to let him go using like a basically an ancient family ritual and she's like so sorry that it took him and she doesn't understand why it would do this thing this to him and philip will just say that it wasn't her fault and the creature was sick and she didn't know better and she will also say sorry to you guys for trying to murder you wow (laughs) and like i don't think she necessarily thinks that you killing the the guardian was a good thing but she also recognizes that she's not going to fault you for it because you did save philip's life Mm -hmm. and she didn't want anyone to die except us yeah yeah anyone that she cared about anyone from her village didn't want anyone in her village to die very selfish oh yeah unsurprisingly uh and you're not you're not unless you want to stay around and see like what happens to the the ruling of this town you have no idea if she's gonna like stay in power i'm not staying for that i'm going home yeah no (laughs) right elda like once they hear about Philip also like seeing spirits and hearing things that like other people uh-huh. don't hear. You could f- follow Philip's dumb tumbler. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Like they, they yeah. will try and like stay in touch. You get me, you know. Like other other <laughs> teens don't, but like you're like me, you know. Oh my god! Wait, Olivia said you had a tumbler. What's your what's your blog? Yeah. Let me know. I need to follow you. Yeah, like something like that. He's very he's very excited to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um. He he tells you all about like all of the spirits that live in the village that he likes to talk to and like hang out and how he feels like he's better understood by the ghosts than the people, with the exception of of Oliver, who is now his boyfriend. Yay! The gays win again. You can just bond over getting along with the dead more than the living. Yeah. <laughs> and he does give you your you his tumbler. Hell yeah! And he asks if you have a tumbler. I do. 
Obviously. Uh, if uh, Elda has a Tumblr. You're too old. You're not cool. Specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. You don't uh, count. You're not a teen. Yeah. You don't get to hang out with the cool teens. Aww. Dan is very excited that uh, their son has made a friend, and Aww. they are ask you many times about what what the Tumblr thing is. And then the doomed car driver drives into a ditch, and everything explodes, and we all die. Hell yeah! What a great happy ending. Amazing. With that. I think this is the end of the very first Echoes of the Undercity bonus episode. First asterisk. Doesn't really work the usual outro, so we're going to do it like this instead. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this. We're so sorry that it took so long to get out, Um, but we hope it was still good and that you still enjoyed it. I enjoyed GMing for the very first time on the show very much. Yes, it was good. Well then, thank you very much for listening to this bonus episode of Monster of, of the Week, I think, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it's Monster um, of the Week. Echoes of the Undercity. Please go check us out on our Twitter or Instagram at EchoesOTU. You can also check out our Patreon, uh, which was what was responsible for this episode existing. Yay! Thank you for money. Yeah, thank you, patrons. Thank you so much. <laughs> and... Please also go check out Evil Hat Productions. The link will be in the description. Also, if you are feeling generous, you could maybe leave us a rating on any podcatcher app that allows you to do that, but uh, mostly Apple Podcasts, I think. And also, tell a friend! That's the best way to do it! That's the best way to spread the word. Tell a friend about our podcast, and tell them how much you love it! Yeah! <laughs> And they'll tell them to watch this episode, because it's completely standalone. It's yeah, fun. It's a good one, I yeah. think. Yeah, and also shout out to Martina for GMing. <laughs> Yay. This was very <laughs> fun. It was really good. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fucking good. Anyway, uh, thank you again, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.